following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Welcome back to Gorilla Radio Live. This is episode 20. Number 20. We made it. Mama, we made it. We made it the 20. Or, or is it 21? Is that the uh, uh, 18 legal? 18 legal, 21 it can vote. Although we're in Australia and we don't have stupid laws like that. So it's yeah. legal and it's turning 20. So what do we say, 20? So I was no longer a teenager. No. It's now, it's 20. It, uh... You know, stop working in a fast food and, and, and maybe get a full-time job. A start job. Looking, looking at um, paying off some of the debt you owe your father and moving out. Yeah, this is true. 20 to me is uh, a number that a mate of mine, when we're at school, and a shout-out to Curry, he he would literally, like if someone was asking him a, 20, like asking him a question, they'd go, what is it? He'd go, 20. <laughs> so that was his answer for just, everything. Just the answer. Yeah, and then it became clicky like, a guy scores a try in the grand final to win the match. He's got on number twenty, oh, okay. and it just became this. So twenty became just a thing. A, yeah, became a thing. a thing. That's what twenty means to well, me. Well, yes. Well, what are we talking about today? We're going to get into. We're going to get into some today. serious, some serious shit. Some serious shit. Some Drums. hardcore shit. Should we turn the mics off? We don't want people listening. We we might be according to this. We might even be listened to. Without Ooh, us even knowing. We could be bugged. So Where are the mics? T- we're going to talk about tech. We've got drones. Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got click... When you say clickbait or just likes, buying likes? I think there's something in that article about click... Oh, clickbaity, clicking... No, I think it was buying likes and clicking. Yeah, it's something like that. And Apple trying to take over the world. Yeah, they're going to Elon Musk. Which I love. I love Apple. You'll you fucking... You'll bow down to them when they... When they reanimate Steve Jobs. Fuck yeah. Got his head frozen yeah. somewhere. It's just in a jar. Walt Disney. Just in a jar with a couple of stick-on eyes on a, in, in the jar. And it's like, this is Steve Jobs. And it's there's a voice in and the background. And he's going to become the eye in everything. Yeah. The eye in iPhone is Steve Jobs. Yes. It's his soul. That's what I'm becoming. I right. think dance break. Dance break it is. Can you feel that? Okay, that was a good dance break. (laughs) You were rocking it. I love it. Just look on your face. I think I hurt my shoulder in that one. See, this is what having fun's about. Disco, disco, good, good. Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to watch that again. You know that. Please do. For anyone that's playing at home, that is. Uh, Don't mess with the Zohan. Don't mess with the Zohan. Starring Rob Schneider. No, Adam Sandler. Rob Schneider's in it. He's the Afghan guy who Zohan, oh. Zohan stole his goat that yeah. fetches soup. 
I, I just I saw an article the other day just passing by where it said Drew Barrymore wants to work with uh, is encouraged to work with Adam Anyone? Sandler or something. No, to work with Adam Sandler again because obviously they've got a they've got a good on screen chemistry. Yeah, yeah. But, but I don't and I and I say this in jest, like trying to make light of it. She's doing a lot of promo work at the moment because she's got Series 3 coming out for the Santa Clarita Diet. I don't know if you've ever seen oh, that. Oh, she has a show? I thought she disappeared. Oh, no. This show's classic. Yeah. So literally... I heard of it. Yeah, she got infected and she's a, she's a zombie and has to eat brains, right? Like yeah. Him, and hubby is onto it and loves his wife. But she's got things like a finger snap off and they deteriorate. And but she's still like consciously yeah, 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 like human. She's not like brain. No, no, no. She's consciously. Okay, yeah. so she's hiding that she's a zombie. Yeah. So and it's serious. It's, it's quite good. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Is it a comedy? We should be sponsored by Netflix. You know this. Oh, we, we should. But yeah. We'll talk about it. Um, is it a comedy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Piss funny. And the yeah. guy that I like from Justified is her husband. Okay. And Tim the Oliphant. Yeah. He's he's a he's a good good character. Theolophon sounds like an occupation. No. Yeah, I'm a theolophon. No, an oliphant. That's just the way oh. that I speak. Timothy well, that just sounds that that just sounds like a Doctor Zeus elephant. Yeah. So, but I'm watching her do the promos for the stuff, and yeah, and she's had some tweets out talking about makeup. So, but I'm not 100 percent sure. She looks like she's had her boobs removed. Boobs removed. Yeah. Now like I don't know. I don't off, remember her being a busty un, woman, unscrewed and yeah, in the unbolted. <laughs> I don't know what she's wearing is not flattering, but I'm thinking oh, geez, she I'm, was never um, like big tits McGee. But she was. Yeah, she's always had boobs. Like, are you talking like flat, like yeah. ironed flat? She looks like from a from the top of a breast, like chest to a stomach. There's just like no. Might be just what she's wearing is not flattering. But it was the first thing that came to mind. I saw the stuff and I went, oh, geez, I hope she's okay. She hasn't had the um, Angelina Jolie surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I that's, don't know if that's called detitification or something. Um, detitification. Mastectomy. Mastectomy. Yeah. That's a, memory glands being removed. Oh. Yeah. So they can no longer make any memory. <laughs> There, there will be no more memories. Yeah, no. They lack memory. So I don't know if that's the case or not. And it may be just me going. Maybe she's just wearing like a tight singlet underneath. A very tight boy a, singlet. A very. Maybe she's, you know, got them in the dry cleaner. Yeah. She's had them. They're out. Yeah, this is. They're out being cleaned. I don't know. That was just the first thing. I don't know. I, did, I, I thought she died off in 2005. Oh, I no. didn't know she was still yeah. active. Yeah, you know, it's not I a thought, bad show. I thought her and a guy from The Mummy had sort of disappeared together. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Yeah. He, um, there's a there's a bit of in political stuff that... The main thing was he spoke out against sexual harassment. Yeah. From some dude that yeah. like fingered him. Well, he was making a movie and he tried to finger his And brain. he was the head of the New York uh, paparazzi or press or something. Oh. That's his position. And he's still currently acting as the head of this organisation. Yeah. Um, and he wanted him some that Brendan Fraser. Wait, so where's the Me Too movement now? Um, well, it wasn't there in like 2004 when Brendan Fraser got, you know, yeah. Brendan finger banged. Yeah. Do <laughs> you, think, you think his mate's calling him finger bang? I don't think he has any mates. 
He's just a lonely little man, isn't he's, he? No, he's, he's in his room in his mansion just reenacting the mummy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he was a good actor. I, I, like, I liked him. Yeah. I thought he was uh, untraditionally handsome, but in, a likable, good actor. And I think he was a good bloke. Like, I don't. Yeah, he, didn't, okay. he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't Harvey Weinstein anyone. He wasn't. Um, I feel that's going to be a, a term now. Dick to anyone. Like, he was a genuine. I think he was yeah, a, a, good, a guy. Good, good guy and, and, and good actor and made some poor film choices. Uh, Monkey Bones being one of them. Dudley Do Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I think that was funnier for the time. Dudley Do Right was a fucking good com- a cartoon. Awesome cartoon. Yeah, I think was he in Rocky and Bullwinkle? Why do I want to say yes? I feel like he was. Hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I thought Drew Barrymore had gone the way of Brendan Fraser. No, no, she's she's literally counting the millions. Like since oh yeah, since the the Charlie's Angels. I, oh, that's right. She was. You got to remember too. And she was Kill Bill, right? No, no, no. Who was Kill Bill? Um, Getting way off topic here. That's all right. <laughs> we haven't started. We can do what we want. Uh, um, our podcast. Uh, um. Okay. We call this section trying to remember celebrities' names. This is fucking shit. I know her name every day of the week. Uh, I don't. Um, anyway. It's not her. Anyway, so I, yeah, I thought I didn't know. I'm not too up with it on celebrities. So, so yeah. I'm just what trying was... to think of her because her she wrote with... Her name was Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah. yeah. So it was um, Q, Q and... Uh, Q and U are the, the writers, if you look at the writing for Kill Bill. Okay. The concept of it, because Quentin nutted it out with her. Not literally. Wait, what? Didn't nut in her. Oh, no. That, okay, wait. Oh, he figured it out with her. Yeah, there's, there's a credit, because apparently they spoke of the story. It's mm. about the ultimate revenge, bride, yeah. bride revenge film. Yeah. And then if you look through the credits, it'll come up Q and you. Q and you, so. Yeah. Quinton and Uma. Uma. Mm. It just reminds me every time I think of Uma um, in Seinfeld, Kramer was putting on this, like his body, not a body wash, but like a cleansing thing from, it was made of Uva. Uva. And he was meeting Uma Thurman. He told everyone, so he goes, wait till Uma smells this Uva. <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. Christ. All right, let's get uh, tech. Tech. So. With these drones, you're saying that soon there will be a license to fly them? Well, yeah. So when I say drones, what does is, what is drone primarily think? What do you think? I think of those dickheads at the beach ruining everyone with a fucking noise. Yeah. Of those, you know, the f- sort of four propeller um, creep mobiles that people be flying through windows. and. Um, I see them at the beach and I see them over the headland and it's like, oh, I bet you they're taking nice pictures and I think, or in my head I go, if that comes crashing down or a bird hits it, in the water, <laughs> gone, done. I would pay to see someone chase birds with a, with a drone. Yeah. Only because I'm a sick man. But, yeah, the, so... Uh, so and, that's what you and, think And that's of? what they're talking about with this or are they talking about a certain classification of them? Because they come in different sites. Some of them are like, you know, you get from a hobby shop. Yeah. And in others, you could pick up a small cow. Well, what, what it stems from is it's to do with... Um, 
Food delivery, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to work out who the company was. So I'll just go with the story and that way it'll, it'll be self-explanatory rather than me trying to... Yeah. Uh, Google, of course. Who else? Google. Mm. Australia's Aviation Safety Authority will establish a flying licence and mandatory registration from drones from July this year, coinciding with the first drone food delivery business to be run out of Canberra. So Canberra's a good good spot because it's pretty... Um Pretty close together. Airspace is and its, its own. pretty open. And it's, um, it's, yeah, it's pretty flat. And I it's guess. Canberra. Like, mm. fuck them. It says, for the first time, anyone in Australia who wants to fly a drone will have to be accredited by the Civil Aviation Safety Authority, making it easier for police to track down the bad people. Or the government sees it is now taxing people's hobbies. Yeah, well, that's it. How, how can we make money out of this? Because there's been no no one no one has to fucking get a license for an RC car. For what? Remember the RC car phase? Well, that thing still exists. Petrol races. What they tried to make you get? No, licenses? but you can't. You don't have to. But that's uh, a hobby all the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it certainly gives us big advantage in terms of complaints or reports of drones being flown improperly against the safety rules. Now. You're standing on your veranda, yep. semi-naked, looking out, and there's a drone flying around. Yeah. I get go, fully naked then. And I go, and then you go, oh, I'm going to make a complaint. Yeah. What, what are you going to say? There's, it hasn't got a registration fucking well, number on yeah, it. Well, yeah, it's not like it's got a fucking, and it, it, oh, it's flying around. Like, how do you know? Uh, what are they going to do, GPS track them or? I don't, I don't, like, I don't understand. I'm not getting what they're saying. I think they're talking out their ass because they want people to pay money to have fun, which is pretty much on par with the Australian government. Yeah. And you know what? As far as videos and, and guys that make content on YouTube and stuff, when they use a drone and they get headlands and landscapes, like it looks amazing, yeah. right? Well, a lot, of, a lot of films use them now. Yeah, saves them heaps where they would have used helicopters previously. Yeah. Okay, prospective drone flyers, prospective flyers of drones weighing more than 250 grams. Okay, so they're, they're, they're pretty light as is most of the time, aren't they? So maybe 250 grams is a small hobby one and a bigger one. The, over I, 250 I grams, that's only like... I can't even get a... It's like a fucking knob of butter. It's a quarter of a litre of water. Well done. <laughs> Like it that. is. It's a cup. It's a cup of water. If you were to hold a cup of water in your hand, that's 250 Maybe grams. these drones aren't that heavy. They, I don't think they are because they. Mm. I think a lot of them are actually made of, um, oh, fuck it, not cellophane, um, like foam, a lot of foam in that Okay. because they've they, they got to be light. They're not yeah. big propellers and I don't know. So weighing over 250 grams, you'll need to pass an online education course Ugh. and register their drone. Register it. Yeah. Semi- no one's going to do it. According you got, you, to the... You got a registration for that drone? You got to fucking piss off. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you run fast? <laughs> flying. Wouldn't that... Now, that would be funny, right? The guy's chasing him. While he's running, he's still flying his drone, filming the guys <laughs> chasing him while he's running. And he's looking at the camera on the thing and he's running. And then the guy's behind him and the, the drone's just sitting behind them chasing them. There, that'd be funny. <laughs> And then you play the Benny Hill music to it on and put it on YouTube. <laughs> uh, you would need to pass blah, 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 uh, the policy of the CSA. The flying data 
will be kept in a database, finally allowing Australian authorities to get a pitch on how many drones are flown in Australia, who is flying them, when and where. What are you going to fill in a logbook? Well, that's what I mean. Like, you got to go geotag you where you, when and where. Uh, fuck you. That's yeah. where. Uh, just let me have a look here. Uh, don't give a fuck. See you later. <laughs> where are you flying your drone? I oh, only in my house. Yeah. Yeah. It's just in my house. Just like to go to the fridge and back? Yeah, no, like, I used to use to walk the dog around the block. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because it's real. Um, only taking it to Bunnings to get a sausage sandwich. <laughs> Yeah, that is a cool idea. Some blokes did it and copped a fine. What, flew it to get a sausage sandwich? So one of the current laws of the drones is you can't fly them a certain distance away from yourself, nor can you fly them out of uh, eyesight. So, And they flew it like a kilometre down the road to Bunnings. With That's like, pretty with like cool. two bucks attached. Yeah. And, and bought it and with a note saying, give us a snag, give us a snag sanger. And they obviously attached the snag, snag sanger and flew it back. That's gold. And it, no one was like, ah, the bastards. And then... Who the, chased them down? The government, because they put it on YouTube to go, hey, look, we went and got a such a oh, sandwich. Oh, yeah, fucked. And then they've gone, oh, you can't do that. I hate people that do that. Mate, they... I've got a fucking dob on those oh, blokes. I've got to tell the police because I'm not happy. That just on that, it was a former Australian. I saw the article. I can't think of his name, but it's this former Australian head of like a party who's complaining that he's going to plant trees in front of a chemist warehouse if they don't tone down their aggressive yellow paint job. <laughs> no, <laughs> the long look you just gave me. No. Yep. Tone it down. Oh, I don't like their paint. It's, it's too, too yellow. It was honest. It was, a, it was an article I saw. Oh, it's fucking gold. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can find it. Um, yeah, all right. It's for the former immigration minister. Oh, <clears throat> this is a headline. Chemist warehouse too yellow for former immigration minister. Sydney, a Sydney council has voted to seek jurisdiction over the exterior paintwork after chemist warehouse was considered too garish. I don't know this word. Yeah, garish. Yeah. Philip Ruddock. Oh, you're fucking... I used to think he was all right. He's... he's no, actually, the he's not. Shire has told Channel 7 he's currently refuses to shop at the local chemist warehouse. Mr. Raddock reportedly made threats to plant trees around Pennant Hills Pharmacy unless it tones down its bright yellow paint. Paint. Fucking plant your trees, mate. <laughs> Let's see how long it takes. Fucking ridiculous. Anyway. What just fucking... Just, 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 a no- all right. just a note on the pedantry of fucking Australian politics. Yeah. See how they live in a bubble and they think that they can just... It's too yellow. Oh, fuck. Stop being so yellow. Be a shade of green light up. I won't shop there. I think he's got a... Dementia? No, terminal fucking disease. He's had something, I think. No, he's just retarded. And he's got out of like got out of federal politics to, and he's runs for the local <laughs> to council. Yell at, to yell at a building. Yeah, yell at, yell at <laughs> chemist warehouse. Yell at a building that's just too yellow. Fuck me. Fucking get a life, you <laughs> cock. Casa said the cost of registration would vary in different types of drones and whether they're used for fun or for profit. Okay, so it's talk, like, obviously with the idea of business yeah. being involved. If you're going to make money out of it, we're going to make money out of you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And in every way possible. Yeah. 
It's estimated it would cost $20 annually per person for mm. recreational drones and some model aircraft operators. They still exist? Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought they went the way of people who make ships in bottles. Yeah, or the ones that have submarines and lakes. <laughs> what? Like they have boats, remote control oh. boats. And <laughs> they, have submarine, they actually have submarines. Chasing, chasing fucking ducks around. Yeah. That's like an old person's um, explanation for going parking. We're going to go and watch the submarine races. Oh, they go, they go hump. Yeah, I'm going to go and finger your mother. That's all that means. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Dad wasn't in the submarines? <laughs> the annual fee for each commercial drone is likely to be between $100 and $160. Commercial drones, do they exist at the moment though? Well, They're talking about the, the opening of the first uh, food delivery. So, what the fuck else are they using drones for? I've not, I've not received my mail via drone. I remember seeing lots of ads and Amazon talking about moving towards that technology. They do it in America. Yeah, but I think it's more um, propaganda and it's this is where we're going to. Like it's, yeah. There's the future flying cars. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and that's, that's the way they're, they're operating is that we're going to take your parcels home. You know what? In America, it sounds great. They would be better off having a security system where parcels don't get stolen off your front porch. See, in America, though, like it's – you're looking at a higher population, more centres in closer areas. A lot of stuff off, off Amazon you get the same day. Yeah. You get within a few hours. Yeah. It doesn't work that well in Australia when we have like 4 million people in our biggest city. It takes fucking 10 years to cross the bastard. Well, not only that, it takes a day for them to print the paperwork off and then it goes downstairs and then the pickers go, oh, I'll get this one after lunch. And then, and then, <laughs> and then the postie goes, up 5 o'clock at yeah. 4.15. Yeah. And fucking just, I've been waiting like a week and a half for a pair of shoes at the moment. That's fucked. Like, where are they coming from? China? Well, like, Auburn. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Not, not from, like, from uh, a Sydney based store. Yeah. Yeah. A week and a half. And um, also, I've been waiting on cologne that I purchased from Chemist Warehouse. Are you kidding? What'd you buy? Which one? Uh, Versace Eros. Uh, okay. I was one, one, I'm trying to find that, that other one you're talking about, the uh, Tasmanian one. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so am I. There was someone else. A woman gave me some names. Fuck, I've forgotten. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, because they, well, particularly with the, the post office, they pull up out the front, they go to your letterbox and stick a card in. They don't come and knock on your door. They stick a card in and then you've got to go and pick it up from the post office. And I'm finding that not... Fucking suitable, not acceptable. No, nah, it's pretty shit house. Yeah, it's fucked. But like, I don't mind it because for larger packages, like for me, it's pretty close to the post office. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like no one's going to steal my shoes. Yeah. So, it, but still, they don't even knock on the fucking door. Well, it's funny you say this, and it's quite ironic that I'm telling a story about someone else's podcast. So, and I won't mention who it is. But there's another podcast, two young blokes in Australia that may have been on a television show that have now got a podcast out there. Yeah. And they've got the ongoing joke about a whack-a-mole that one of them went to buy for uh, a relative, either a niece or cousin or something like that. They wanted a a whack-a-mole and they bought it from 
ex-China. I don't know which website, don't know what it was. That was over a year ago. And it still hasn't come. No, and he's got the whole email this, email that, email going backwards and forwards about this whack-a-mole. So every podcast that they do, there's an update. Any news on the whack-a-mole? No. Could be between now and 10 months. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. But it is. It's 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 a fucking shit system. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I'm just I'm trying to I was trying to do a quick Google. I had it in my head that that, that place was called Gorilla Perfume yep. in Tasmania, but nothing came it's on. Not, okay. Uh CASA, which is the civil aviation They mustn't have much to do. Safety authority. The plane's fallen down yet? No. Nah, right, I'll come back tomorrow. Yeah, what are they doing their days off? Like, isn't they planes falling Fucking out of all the sky? days off, man. Yeah. They probably just do inspections of flight towers and, you yeah. know, they go up and kick the tires on planes. Oh, yeah, it looks pretty good. Because they had they had an evacuation from the uh, control tower at Sydney Airport last Thursday. Why? Because there was smoke apparently coming out. So, of course, obviously, when you kick everyone out, you got to ground the planes, like you. You got to ground them or put them in a holding pattern. Yeah, so they were in the, the ones that were coming into Sydney were floating around. Yeah, and the ones that were on the ground weren't going anywhere. Fuck, and there was delays, and it was. Did they was, figure out what the smoke was? It's a faulty smoke alarm or something. I think I don't even oh, think there was smoke. It was just an alarm, and everyone went, "Oh, there's fucking smoke." Yeah. Well, you know, land the planes, then die. Do you think that then <laughs> someone someone walks into the room where all these um, people from Casa are asleep? Yeah. Okay, you got a job. What? What? Yeah. They wake them up from their coffins. Yeah, and they go, "What? What day is it? Oh, <laughs> what year it's is March? it? March." <laughs> okay. He goes, "We've got to write laws for drones." Yeah. Okay. What's drones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Someone give me a rundown. What it is? What's drones? Call the Wright brothers. They'll know what to do. Well, they're developing a full-time network that can track drones like it does aircraft. Are you fucking kidding me? So there'd have to be a, a GPS unit. Obviously, that wouldn't. That would only be for commercial drones. There's no there, way. There's possible. no way it's going into into hobby drones. No, like it's gonna. It obviously they're trying to create. You know, they're they're worried of. You know, so many drones going up in the air that it, it, there's a traffic problem, and then you would have to essentially navigate it the same way. But it's fucking mental. It's crazy. It's like fucking just you know the. Why between like fucking above our heads and like thirty thousand feet? There's nothing. No, don't worry. It's not gonna it's birds, clouds. It's more likely a bird will crash into a drone before anything else. And that'll be funny as fuck. Yeah, not for the bird. It'll probably die. But <laughs> imagine that you order some Chinese food, and then you get a message from you know like Hung Lo's Kung Pao Chicken Shop. He's like, uh, look, sorry, there's going to be a delay with your... Um... <laughs> I was waiting for you to do an accent. <laughs> oh. Uh, ah. Okay, hold on a second. <laughs> so you get... You, so we'll, just, we'll just edit that part out. Um, okay. So you, 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 you're... You don't audio... do edits. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> well, um, we'll call... You know, you get a call from Hung Lao's uh, <laughs> Gun Pao <laughs> Chicken Shop and you're like, you know, ring, 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 ring. I said his name. <laughs> Hello <laughs> Mr. Neil Oh Mr. Neil You're on a Kung Pao chicken Oh yeah mate I did uh, What's going on I've been waiting 45 fucking minutes You know I'm hungry I need that That Kung Pao goodness And those prawn chips on the side 
Yep. You know? Oh, we have a very problem. <laughs> we fried the drone into the duck. We give you complimentary picking duck though. <laughs> you only have to wait another half an hour. <laughs> What was <laughs> this is this always comes back to as soon as you talk restaurant stuff. What was what was the order from the restaurant when you were in the restaurant he was trying to sell you? Uh, <laughs> he was trying to see if we wanted uh <laughs> Lousta <laughs> Which was roast duck. Lobster. And we're going, we don't want a fucking lobster and he's <laughs> You want the lobster? I said, I don't want a lobster. No, I don't, and I've never been on a Lone Star. I've never been to the Lone Star. <laughs> Lone Star. You want the Lone Star? So, do do you think they'll keep a record of um, cow chicken incidents? Yeah, where they've killed a, killed animals. Um, Is that uh, what they're getting at? Uh, they'd have to be. I mean. <laughs> too many drones and then like you're going to get the greens going oh you're killing all the pigeons what about this one this is this is an interesting thing because i never heard of this company but it said the operators like google preparing to launch a skyward in australia <laughs> i was just thinking about roast duck we hit good up <laughs> it needed to be ready to be comp- complicated networks of drones flying above australian cities so as 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 i've, yeah. as I've said google's parent company alphabet Google as a parent company? Yeah, see, I think it's like a subsidiary. It'll be a company they own, not a parent company. This is like Google's, Google's the top of the food chain, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, last year began trialling uses of drones. I'm just laughing at this. To deliver burritos, coffee. Toffee. Coffee. Oh, coffee. And medication in a suburb on the fringes of Canberra. Okay, so they just did a trial run. Yeah. You know. Weird selections. What well, they must have selected a few stores. Like I don't know about the burrito coffee and medication store. See, I I wouldn't say burrito. I'd go kebab. Although, when I was in Canberra the other week, I went to Hungry Jack's. Yeah, and it was inside of a Shell service station. Yeah, so it wouldn't shock me that Canberra also had a store that sold all three of those things within the one building. Oh, burritos, coffee, and medication. Yeah, because I went into a Shell servo and bought a Whopper. Yeah. So, you know. Fuck. Do you like do you like Whoppers? No. Was, Not a fan? No, but I was too hungover to drive and my mate. Yeah. Just said we're going to Hungry Jacks. I worked for them for two and a half years. I don't yeah, want to yeah, eat okay. their food. And they fucked up the onion rings and now these horrible <laughs> tempura ones sort your shit out. I like that. I like that. We're gonna write to Hungry Jacks and tell them. I'm gonna write to Hungry Jack himself. Get your shit jack and stop being hungry. <laughs> Get your shit sorted. Okay. It now built a permanent warehouse headquarters in the more central suburb of Mitchell under the project, under the name Project Wing, where it plans, well, it's not really fucking secretive because we know about it, where it plans to begin its first ongoing commercial operation once CASA approves it. Oh, so we're going to spend all this money, we're going to build this, and then we'll just wait for you to say yes. No, they're doing it. They're not waiting. Or they're just fucking paying Cass's wages because without that... Like, yeah. What else are you fuckers <laughs> going to be doing? What are you doing? As I said, kicking the tyres on planes. Like any commercial opera- operator, Google is already licensed to fly by the safety authority. 
But as the drone industry rapidly grows, CASA said it would need to develop a system to manage all flyers, including those who just do it for fun. We're already work we are working on that already. It's not simple. In an inquiry into drone delivery in the ACT, community groups are strongly objected to the technologies. Of course they are. They're loud as fuck though. Are they? Yeah. They they sound they sound like a hairdryer, but like sort of like they're not yeah, they're yeah. not quiet. They're not yeah. swishing they, they do sound very mechanical and it, you can imagine like seven driving past every hour. You would actually be like, I'm fucking sick of hearing this. Yeah. See, well, I'd do. I'd, <laughs> I'd fucking throw rocks at them. I'd order a kebab and then when it delivered it, then I'd go back online and I'd order another kebab. And then, I'd, like, I'd just do it in singles. I feel like some <laughs> chips. <laughs> but do, so do, does someone pilot them remotely or uh, they have to, right? They have to. So for every drone, there would be a per- fuck it. That's not gonna, never going to work. Nah. Well, how much are they paying someone? And they've got to cover that cost in delivering a kebab to pay some dude to fly a drone. Yeah. But or does the a kebab shop guy do it? No, no, no. Like you no, go no. into the kebab shop and you're like, "Hey, boss, can I get us? Hold on, I am deliver." Yeah. <laughs> you using- shut up. <laughs> I'm using my phone, fucking. <laughs> um. I have an image of um, like the Uber Eats drivers that just walk into the counter and pick the food up. The drone just comes screaming in through the... Yeah. And it so, but the, taps on the window. Sound like it, it doesn't sound very affordable. It's not like you can have a warehouse with a dude just making burritos. But it's... Like he's just sitting around waiting. Fucking... Have you got an audit? No. No, but the idea of a drone pilot, like it's a lot... It's not easy. No. It's a very it's actually pain in the ass to do. Yeah. So you're you're looking at skilled labor yeah. to deliver kebabs and, and chips and that. I don't I don't feel like you know I, it doesn't sound like it adds up. Like you can't pay that guy enough. And you know what this sounds like to me? Yeah. It sounds like the Australian aerospace industry. What no was it aerospace? What, what was were it? they called? See, we've even forgotten and we abused them for like an hour the other day. The Australian Space Academy of Space or something. The Australian Space Agency. The Australian Space... I yeah. feel like they hang out with these dudes. Yeah, they're all in the same... We've got nothing to do. They're, they're all in the same demountable building. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. share they share uh, toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they've fucking... They've put a dividing curtain down the centre of a fucking industrial workshop and gone, yeah. you, your space? Yeah. And your, your planes? Yeah. And, they, and they, there's only one disabled toilet. Yeah, I think it's full of shit. They can get fucked. I think we. What we'll see is Americans using the drone system. Yeah. And then us adapting it ten years later or five years later. Yeah, and it'll be terrible, and everyone will come back from holiday and go in America. Yeah. In Europe. Yeah. In Asia, and they go, yeah, well, we don't have that. We don't have bullet trains or wide highways or autobahns or. Yeah, I think you it's know, shit. Flushable toilets or the color green. We haven't we haven't got there yet. We we're always slow. We're always behind the mark. And sometimes it's for good reason. It's like, like we never got into the technology electric car. We let America smash it and put it away. Yeah. And then people complained about it, and the technology yeah, te- came no, Tesla's out. Come back. Yeah. Yeah, and then we go. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, you can get a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think we we sit behind. 
We sit behind technology until on those things. Yeah, like, but this, this is more to do with the, the government's involvement in it and they're always behind a mark. Yeah. I mean, look at the NBN, which is a fucking disgustingly, terribly, poorly organised rollout where we're yeah. rolling out technology that's already obsolete. We did the same when they introduced the Opal card into yeah. the transit system where the Opal card was already known to be an obsolete system. And as far as I'm aware, it's a second-hand system we purchased out of Britain. Oh, okay. Like, we, like it was fucking behind that and, and the English were doing it 10 years ago. Yeah. And then we've bought their old shit. So, like, what, the drones are going to be no But this different. is what we're famous for in Australia. Look, we put freeways in and then we go after we finally finish it. Then we go, yeah, probably should have made three lanes each way rather than two. Parramatta Road, we replaced a two-lane road with a two-lane road. Yeah, yeah. And then charge people to use it. Yeah. Like, we're not. Yeah, the bridge is like six, six lanes each side. Whoever built that was smart. Oh, that's right. It's one electorate to the other electorate in the main capital city in New South Wales where mm. all the rich and famous live on one side of the harbour and they need it. Oh, funny how that works. Crazy. So it'll be, it'll be, it'll be a clusterfuck of ridiculousness yeah. and for the next uh, 10 years I'll probably still be driving to get my kebabs. You haven't had an Uber kebab Uber delivered yet? I'm going to pay fucking $8 more for some Indian guy to eat half my chips. <laughs> Do you think – see, I've got a whole image now of him just like, oh, you're going to have a chip. I'm just going to pick your nose first. Now, you know what they do? They actually staple the bag shut. Oh, do they? Yeah. But I've heard of – Well, they, they can't buy staplers. That'd be the first thing I'd do is just pull them out and fucking eat yeah, what I like, want and then like, staple like it shut. <laughs> so I've, I've actually heard of uh, a problem with the Uber Eats where they, they'll just fucking cancel the trip after they pick the food up. And then so Uber will refund your money and these guys just leave with your food. Get out of here. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with the main nationality of the Uber drivers. I'm not saying anything. I know they are underpaid severely. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Uber's a dodgier system then and, and more flawed system then. I don't use Uber anymore, so fuck Uber. So I'm going to tell you there's a really good documentary to see on ABC. When I say documentary, it's just a four-corner show. Expose. About... Uber. Uber, how it got started, how because there's been issues with not in Australia. Oh, oh Australia. Well, the the taxis will fucking upset because you pay you know yeah a couple hundred thousand dollars for a taxi plate and they're now yeah. obsolete. Yeah, but um, yeah, ruined the. I mean, Britain threw I Uber don't, out. I don't think it ruined the industry. What I think it did is look, no one would have ever turned their backs on taxis if they weren't shit. Yeah, if they weren't renowned for being dirty, renowned for being dishonest renowned for being late or not showing up. Yeah. If all those issues were eradicated or they just modernized themselves and taxis combined or something, went, you know, we'll invent an app. Yeah. But instead they remained to be, you know, dishonest with their work where they would drive 50 in a 70 zone, take the wrong way home, take advantage of drunk customers, you know, all these yeah. issues. And then someone said, well, I've invented a system that removes that and holds it to a certain standard. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you just because you're the only one didn't doesn't mean you get to be shit at it. Yeah. I, look, I tell you to watch the Four Corners thing Yeah, because the story on it is amazing. The software that they've got and how they track is amazing. It began, it began as a ride-sharing thing, didn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, which is funny because it's, it was only recently introduced in Australia with the ride-sharing. Yeah. Like we actually got, we got it backwards where we got the Uber bit and then we got the original bit. Yeah. Yeah. But... And yeah. there's other ones now. There's Ola and there's... Ola, Taxify. Um, that's what I use, Taxify. 
Okay. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. Because the, the guys, there's a, there was another one that they were slow off the mark, sort of got beaten by the punch of Uber. Yeah. But like anything in the tech industry, they just throw money behind. It's 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 yeah. a pretty amazing story. And you look at their software, they can, how they track every driver down to. And because you've had issues with sexual harassment with some drivers and then the latest one I've seen was on the current affair show that we rag out. But they were talking to <laughs> a girl who left her computer. Now, I don't know how you leave your computer in a car. You can. But she left her computer in the car. I parked my car and left the window open all last night. Did you? Yeah, I'm an idiot. But so it's oh. it's possible to do these things. Well, she left it in in the car of the Uber. Yeah. He then said he didn't have it. Yeah. They then went and tracked where they could track the computer to. They could see where it was. Then this guy was trying to sell it, but he couldn't get into it. So then they were trying to do a deal. Anyway, they went and contacted this guy. He's like, "I don't have your computer. I don't have your computer." Yeah. Which he clearly did. And then um, the police were coming into it at that stage. So then, when they contact Uber to say, "Well, this drive," well, the Uber says, "We don't make, we don't remove anyone from our system until it's been reported to the police." Yeah. And if there's any ongoing issues, they're removed totally from our business. And this guy just says, "I'm just a student. Oh, student. I, I just do it on weekends to make extra money." Yeah. So there's a sort of element of deregulating is crazy. Yeah. But overregulating. Wasn't giving you got to find results. Yeah, I mean, I've had good experiences with Uberware, and I genuinely believe it was a fuck up on the maps where he's, he was just driving me home, um, and it took a long way. It missed a, it missed a, a turn off for some reason, and went, you know, this extra fifteen minutes on the trip. Yeah, and so I sent a, I went to the trip on the app, and um, it actually gave me the option of a report going the wrong way. Yeah, and being charged for that, and they looked at it. And they went, yeah, this much extra got charged because you went that much more when you shouldn't have. And they actually refunded that money. Seriously? So they refunded the piece of the unnecessary piece of the trip. Yeah, okay. And it wasn't his fault. I did see the, the maps do it and he was literally following the maps. Yeah. But I knew where I was and I like... Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. It, it, so, but it was, uh, yeah, it was... Um, okay. Yeah, because maps, the maps apps don't always get it right. No. I mean, you know, but fucking... It, Stuffed up for, for whatever reason, but yeah. I wasn't paying like fifteen dollars extra. Yeah, okay. To get driven home, and I loved Uber when it first came out because it was really good price. I could go out and get shit faced in the city. Yeah, and I would get in the Uber and go follow the thing, and then I'd fall asleep in their car for an hour. Yeah, and I'd yeah, wake yeah. up with him going buddy, 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 Neil, 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 sa sa sa. So oh, you fuck off, cunt. What? Yeah, and he'd be like, hey, you're arrived, and I'm like, hey, you're a good cunt, and then I'd go home. Yeah, and like I could just get nap for an hour instead of being on a train, like worried like a crackhead trying to protect my pockets. Like, no, yeah, yeah, don't yeah. sit near me. Yeah, you know, so so that part of it's good, but then the prices just became fucking absorbent. These guys are earning. I think one guy in particular, and he, and, and the story they told was, I think he lost his job or whatever it was, and this is what he ended up doing. Um, and it's like eighteen bucks an hour or something. It's not good money. No, I was shocked. I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah. And then Uber's getting a cut above that, obviously. But there's 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 concerns that Uber are doing dodgy things, like saying we charged him fifty bucks for this trip, but they'd actually charged him like seventy. Uh, so they were being dishonest to the drivers. Okay. About the price. Oh, okay. But it's funny when when Uber first came out, everyone wanted to do it, and everyone was making bank. Yeah. But that was probably because. Dude, everyone was jumping on Uber and it was this new thing and like you would just work for 12 hours straight earning money off the trips and there was probably a better cut to it 
Yeah. But yeah, interesting. I, I mean, I like the tech. I like the idea. I like the concept. Yeah, but if, and the, the good thing is, I think with there's competition in the space now. Yeah. With all the other ones, so that it'll it'll balance out at a fairly regular rate, and you probably end up paying as much as you would for a taxi. Yeah, I, I recommend having a look at it on Four Corners. It was only a couple of weeks ago I watched it. Yeah. All right, now just on the whole line because tech can get out of control, and this is something we sort of mentioned. It's a look at click businesses manufacturing social media engagement. And basically it's a situation where, and we talk about this all the time with social media and people's popularity and getting likes and, you know, because like isn't yep. a form of currency. But if you're trying to be an influencer... But it is a metric for marketing. That's right. And if you're trying to be an influencer and you've got numbers to talk to, and this is interesting, every minute Facebook's got 2.3 billion gen- users, right? Two point three billion. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, is a user registered an account? Yeah, an account. So that might be a person and a business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not necessarily three point two billion people. Well, it just says users. So users. yeah, pages basically, yeah. and they generate every minute. They generate four million likes. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm... So, wait, Facebook's only getting 4 million likes a minute? Yeah. That number sounds low. A minute? Yeah, but I don't know, maybe just... I suppose... I think that's outrageous. How often do you like stuff on people's Facebook? I don't use Facebook (laughs) that much. Not often. Yeah, yeah. I'll give a like here and there. I'm I'm sparing with what I consider to be my my approval of their content. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a like for you... But it's only a meme of a dog. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I look at things and I'm like, oh, I like that. And I share it. I think sharing's the other thing. Because I share a lot of things to... On Facebook? To chat. I, send, no, I see a funny video. Uh, I send it okay. to my mates. I send it yeah. to you. Like, so I do via that. messenger. That's my form of like. I'm like, I'm going to show my mates. Yeah. Or I'll save the photo and send it through later. So not... Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand what you're saying. So, so it's now likes... Followers and views can lead to power, money, and influence, but the Facebook metric can be bought by anyone with a simple click. Nice. In clandestine businesses known as click farms spread out across the world, fake profiles, likes, shares, and views are being manufactured and sold on social media platforms to influencers, businesses, and even politicians. But how do click farms work and how do they benefit from all of those who pay for the service. Well, we're not paying for services. We don't advertise. We don't. I mean, we've got a page and it seems like it's hell to try and get people just to like our page. Like it's, and it's, I mean, it updates the podcast or anything that we see interesting, but still our number of people that um, like our page is very minimal. So I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. I don't know how you, anyway, Johan Lindquist an anthropologist at the University of Stockholm took an interesting click farming, an interesting click farming when his research indicated an increasing number of fake followers on politicians' social media accounts. Yep. So here's the thing, particularly with Facebook, to have an account you've got to have a, uh, a, a email. email address yep. and you can make as many as you want obviously. Yep. But there's a lot of work to make email addresses. I suppose if you wrote a program that sort of flew through it. Yeah, like a, a bot that just runs it. Well, yeah, or a lot of shortcuts to it. 
that you know pre-fills and um, yeah. auto guesses and it wouldn't and but the other thing is if you were to register create your own uh email server or service yeah that only that worked yeah and it was really easy, really easy to register well then you you bypass that yeah true well it said that he conducted extensive research on these operations in Indonesia yeah in Indonesia, there's a lot of digital competence, but not a lot of work opportunities. So I started to look around. And it was clear that there were a lot of people selling engagement. Depending on why you ask, oh, sorry, on who you ask, click farms are either fraudulent online businesses running a sophisticated scam yeah. or a legitimate form of income for people seeking to exploit the digital economy. So it um, it's an interesting one because. It's when it translates into reality, like you'll get exposed. I remember a while ago, a lot of large, um, like Universal and Warner and all that, lost a lot of views on YouTube because they'd been buying them. That they like there was exposed that a lot of large companies on YouTube were actually purchasing views on their videos to get them to trend. Oh. Things like trailers and that, and there was a huge removal of them. But the most interesting one that I've come across, and it happened last year. And I follow a lot of um, metal um, publications on online. Yeah, it was uh, this band called Threaten, and a, and the lead singer, well, the front man, Jared Threaten. Um, That's his surname, Threaten. Basically, created an entire fake online fan base. Yeah, where and I read the article. This is off the uh, the Guardian. So this was twelfth uh, of November, two thousand eighteen. Uh, where are we? Jared Threaten, a creative force behind Threaten, is an online presence that suggests an active fan base. That he's acted tour extensively in the US. Venues also to appear to have been informed that large numbers of tickets had been pre-sold, which turned out to be untrue. And they got into a whole bunch of uh, venues like the Underworld and, and uh, Trillions and all that popular um, UK places. But basically, when you looked at their fa- their Facebook, they had heaps of likes. They had active users, people who were interacting with them, but it was to the point, and that the actual band behind behind him didn't even know. Like they thought that their online presence was real. The the other band members, the other band members, because he was a controlling thought force, and it was sort of his band, and they were members of it. Yeah, and um, he completely bullshitted. So. So what it's basically doing is you're manufacturing an online presence. Yeah, so it looks like yeah. you are what you claim. Maybe we should. Buy some likes. Mm. I'd be happy to someone review. Wonder what, what's, what's a good price? What's, a, what's the bulk price on likes? Well, this is interesting. Let's have a look. Because it says some, some farms rely on software to generate engagement through bots while others employ human labour to manually engage... Uh, with an account, with accounts in rooms storing storing rows and rows, and hundreds of devices, some businesses actually buy fake engagement and then proceed to sell that to the client. Imagine room, blah blah blah. Um, we can imagine this kind of space not only in Indonesia but also in places around the world, perhaps in Melbourne or in Bangkok. That's only guesting now. Here we go. 
Oh, Linquist added that while the best click farms can make $70,000 a month, Ooh. most struggle. There's a lot of competition and it's cutthroat. So now they do it for bargain prices. A quick Google search yields dozens of websites and services offering sell likes, views and friends for as little as a few dollars. Friends. Buy some friends. What the fuck is you want friends? That's crazy. That then that's got that's got to be like Instagram and Twitter. Oh, people say I've got all these followers. I got fifty thousand followers. I got yeah, hundred million followers. Social media influencers, businesses, even politicians have been caught up in the accusations of paying for likes and followers. The U.S. State Department admitted in two thousand and thirteen it had paid more than six hundred thousand for fake fame. Oh, fake Facebook. Followers and likes in an attempt to expand its social media presence. The fucking US State so, Department. So it's almost like they're going. If we pretend that we're liked, other people like like they're, they're trying to bait in real yeah. followers by sort of plumping it up with purchased follows. So one thing that goes along with that is, and this is a, a psychology towards just. I'm not talking about online because online is different. But if you walk past a coffee shop, yep. and there's no one in it. The likelihood is, even if you want a coffee, you don't go in. Busy businesses get busier. Yeah. And this is the same mentality. So if you fill the likes. Yeah. But the US State Department, why do they have to buy likes? 600 grand. Can you, uh, that's 600 grand US. Justify that in the budget, man. It's $850,000 Australian that they're paying. It's almost a million dollars they paid for likes. What the fuck do they need likes for? Uh, they don't, uh, like, it, it's just seem popular. It'd be like Coca Cola buying likes. Well, no, because people like Coca-Cola. Like, but po- people don't want to follow politicians and politics because they get fucking bored by it. And but no one's really following them anyway. No. They're just using it to bait others. They're just to trying to make off. it. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. But if it's bargain prices and they've spent nearly a million dollars or half a million dollars. It just blows my mind. They What's wrong with these idiots? Do they like us yet? No, because you make terrible laws that no one likes and... And fucking feed the rich and steal from the poor. But do they like us on Facebook? Yeah, do you know when you're trying to start off a podcast, right? And you're trying to get popular. Yeah. And what we're trying, and what we do is we're trying to reach an audience. Yep. Right. And we're trying to grow a fan base, and we're trying to get to the people that will like us. Yeah. That we like to talk, and they enjoy our conversation. That's what we're trying to do. And there's a very natural and organic thing that takes place and you've got to grow it. And, you know, over the last – we've only been doing this for two, two and a half months and we've actually been – yeah, February, March, yeah. And we've actually been going well and it's good. But we don't want to farm out a fake identity to have people to Ooh, like us. This doesn't translate to anything because no one knows who you are. Yeah, and you to me the uh, like if you did that, see, to me, when someone listens who's a real human being, yeah, even if they don't like us, as long as they don't hate us, they might go, you know what, this person might like it, and they'll share it with that person, yeah. or they do like it and they share it with people regardless. Yeah, but either way, you've got the like, like the ability for it to be shared. But if I get a, a thousand fake likes from a thousand fake people. They're not going to share it with real people. No. The idea, I get the idea they're trying to get into, into trending spots. Yeah. But it's, it's, no one's fucking listening. Is it, and it's not currency. And it's also, it's also proof that the content you're creating is shit. 
Yeah. Because good content is half the battle. Like if you've got a good product to sell and people enjoy it, then people will listen and, and, and hopefully share and give yeah. you five stars and a review on iTunes. Yeah. But if yeah. You, you, need, you need the content. Yeah. So oh, I've got to buy likes. No, you've got to get better at what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't – I just don't get the mentality. And, and, it's, and it's, it's about power and greed. So there's a pro- – <laughs> an interesting name too, by the way. Um, the alarming crucial elections looming in Asia in the upcoming months. Many politicians appear to have an unusually high number of fake followers. Now, I'm not going to get involved in politics. I choose not to do it overall on this podcast, but it was yeah. just an interesting story. According to the online Twitter analysis tool SparkToro. SparkToro. It sounds like an Asian superhero. I'm Spartacus. Yeah. A number of politicians appear unindated with low-quality followers. A strong indication that they're fake. Is that like they, they, they're terrible English? You are good, Mr. Make President for me. Yeah. Green card. Yeah. Spactoro defines <laughs> fake followers. He's like a fucking Spanish hero. It's Zoro. No, 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 no. It's Spactoro. It's Spactoro. He brings... You bring body to We like spactoro. I just like saying it now. It, it, it's a nice word. I think I'm going to use that every podcast. Hello, <laughs> spactoro. I'm just going to say it to people who have accents. Yeah. Oh, hello. I, uh, spactoro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, spactoro. Kung Pao Chicken. Yeah. Uh, you know where this is? Uh, yeah, spactoro. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good answer. I think that's our word of the month. Is this a 19... Uh, happy land, this uh, Spaktoro. <laughs> hey, Spaktoro. Hey, buddy. What about, hey, buddy. <laughs> Spaktoro. What, we, we can use it for any... It's our new swear word. Spaktoro. Yeah, someone goes... Hey, buddy, how about you go Spaktoro yourself? Yeah, you get fucked. Hey, you Spaktoro. No, no, you don't... You don't, you don't get, it's just, hey, Spaktoro. Yeah. It's I just like the it. word by itself. I'm actually going to use it this week <laughs> in a conversation just to know if someone picks up on uh, it. Oh, yeah. What? Spaktoro. I've got to not say it like that. Like, I've got to like not. If you put the full accent on it, like, how you going, mate? Yeah, not bad. Spaktoro. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, what? Backdoor where? What? Spaktoro. What did he say? Cop pulls you over. License and regulation. Spaktoro. I like it. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get it tattooed on me. Well, it defines fake followers as accounts that are unreachable, uh, will not see the account's tweets. Okay. Either... Because they're spam bots, propaganda, or because they're no longer active on Twitter. It was revealed that the Indonesian president, Joko Winodo. Joko Winodo. Indonesian? Yeah. Let me do my <clears throat> Indonesian accent. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the name again? Joko. Yeah. J-O-K-O. Joko. Widodo. Uh, Joko Widodo. <laughs> he just went from Indonesian to Japanese. <laughs> He's a Joko Watoto. Are we going to start mentioning no, Asian I, countries I, again? What's Indonesian? They're, they're very... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the, the Indonesian I know? Yeah. Hey, you want Chiki Chiki? That's it. <laughs> that's the okay. only one. Hey, Joko Watoto. Yeah, that's it. Spaktoro. <laughs> Had more than I'm gonna fucking put that word up on on uh, Instagram tomorrow. I think I think on the banner. Oh, actually, it's not. Spuck this doesn't come out till later, so we'll, we'll Thursday. Thursday, yeah. which it is today. We're doing this today. Yeah, of course. Live, and, live, live, buddy. and direct, baby. Yeah. 
yeah. um, has revealed that more than 5 million low-quality followers on Twitter, in other words, 50% of his followed fan base were fabricated. Wow. Now, are you going to go, oh, this guy's got 5 million followers? I'm going to vote for him. No, because he's in Indonesia. Yeah. Like, what was his name? Joko w- 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 Widodo. Wakanda. Um, Spectors. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, oh, did you see the Indonesian president, Joko Wakokomo? <laughs> Get there fast and we'll take it slow. Yeah. Um, no, because. <laughs> <laughs> Rupert Jamaica. <laughs> Oh, I want to take you. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm locked in, baby. Um, oh, he's got five million likes. So he's a fucking Indonesian prime minister. Yeah. Doesn't mean shit. And didn't they... Uh, oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> please please yes. tell me it's a better name than... <laughs> Spectoro. Kokomo. Kokomo. No, he's out. This one's Thailand's prime minister. Ooh. Um, oh, fuck. There's an Indian name too. This I, gets I better. Thought, I thought Thailand had a king. Yeah, no, they, they got, no, 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 they've got a prime minister oh, as well. Okay. It's like Britain. Britain's got a prime minister. Oh, that's right. You get the, yeah, okay. Uh, Ed Elton John, yes, Queen. Um, I don't know. That was a bad joke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, that was Elton John being the Queen. So I'm saying, um, oh, Britain's got a prime minister and a Queen. Yeah. And Which she, they, they do Elton have a queen. a queen. Yeah. They do have a Queen. Um, we know a lot about her. Oh, fuck. I should have practiced these before we got to it. <laughs> Right. No, it's it's better. It's like a shitty roll call from a substitute teacher. You're gonna love it. Just just this paragraph alone, right? Let me have a. Crack you know, at if this. we if we just to say if we make fun of this Thai guy, we can't go to Thailand. Yeah, they kill motherfuckers for shit like that. Don't they imprisoned they? the dude for 16 years for making fun of the Thai king's dog. That's a shit law, man. Yeah, I know. Okay. Fuck, actually, bro, I'm, there's so many dogs in the street of Thailand. Like, I like Phuket. I don't want to fuck this up. Nah, well, it's too late now. All right, fuck we can't it. go to Indonesia. I've done Bali. I'm done. Thailand's Prime Minister, Prayuk Chanokara, Chano, Chanocha, Chanocha, Prayuk Chanocha, <laughs> returned a similar score while India's leader, Narendra Modi, Modi, Narendra Modi, no, that's, what accent was that? <laughs> what happened there? It's like a British announcement. Narendra Modi and fast. <laughs> Narendra Modi and his... Narendra Modi. And his opponent, that's better. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 The Bollywood movie set just walked through. Narendra Modi and his opponent, Rahul Gandhi, of course. Fuck off. Yeah, Rahul Gandhi. Rahul Gandhi. Both appear to not have... What was... What was the... I just I'm laughing already because I know what's that guy playing the string, <laughs> <laughs> playing the playing, playing the Asian little yeah. It's just one string. We gotta find. Do we know what the name of that instrument is? I swear it was a mandolin, but I f- uh, no, no. They got four strings. On or four to six. <laughs> uh, just you, as soon as we you go, can tell we're doing this late at night because. <laughs> but it's just as when you go Asian, it, that's where we get right. Uh. So even in Australia, Spaktoro shows sixty <laughs> percent of the op- opposition leaders, Bill Shorten's Twitter followers, are on a low quality. While the Prime Minister Scott 
Morrison's are roughly at 30%. It's called an Eru. An Eru. Dong. <laughs> um, yeah. So what happened with ScoMo? So, so your mate, Scott Morrison, 30, 30% of his... What <laughs> are you laughing at? <laughs> what were you talking about earlier with... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, we'll get to we'll that. Get to that's... You just brought it up with ScoMo. Oh, yeah. And Spaktoro. <laughs> so Bill Shorten... And Joko Wakokomo. Joko Ruba or Wanatakia. That they're saying that Bill Shorten's 60% of fake followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Bill Shorten again? Which one's... Opposition leader. He's a Labour Party. Okay. Yeah, so he's opposition leader for so the Labour Party. So he wants to be the Prime Minister. Yep. And, and currently ScoMo is. ScoMo is. Yeah. So a discussion we had earlier <laughs> was I'm watching Inglorious Bastards. Yes. And, you know, we, and we talk about Quentin Tarantino and he loves his dialogue, right? Yeah. I love his dialogue because I like that he just tries to capture normal life in the middle of a movie. Yeah. So two Germans are talking to each other, blah, 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 how's, blah, blah. How's the wife? How's the kids? Yeah. How's in German, the eradication? Yeah. And then one's – and then, yeah, how many Jews did you kill? Did you hear that story about the guy that scalps Nazis? The bad Jew. Yeah. Or actually, if you listen to Brad Pitt – Nazis. Bonjour. Yeah, bonjourno. We're here to kill Nazis. <laughs> um, so they had this conversation. And then Adolf Hitler's not in the room. Yeah. Adolf Hitler's nowhere to be seen. He's not. He's, he's off doing something else. So they're full stop. And ta-da, bye. See, ladies. Hey, Hitler. Hey, Hitler. Yeah. Hey, Hitler. Like, like a casual hail. So what got <laughs> me thinking was. And I think that this is a brilliant idea, by the way. But it's like, g'day, Neil, how are you? We have a chat. Mate, I've got to go. Scott Morrison. Scott Morrison. Ah. Ah. Hail. <laughs> or what was your other mate's name? Joko Wakokomo. Joko. No. Gladys. <laughs> Gladys. Hail, uh, Gladys. All right, man. I'll see you, I'll see you around. Uh, Gladys Berejiklian. Yeah. What, who uses? <laughs> it doesn't matter how famous he was or how evil he was. Look, he runs the country, whatever it is. What, why? Can you imagine going, Trump. Hail Trump. Trump for president. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 I love it though. I love the idea <sighs> that I just, n- now when I see someone, I'm gonna all right, Scomo. Yeah. Scomo later, bro. Yeah. And then follow the Choco Wakokomo. Yeah. Or um Spactoro. <laughs> anyway. See Spactoro's now got Hail oh. Spactoro. <laughs> it's actually got a bit oh, more. Oh man, I'll, I'll see you around a uh I've got to go. Right. But it doesn't make... The, it's wonderful. Like the German language translates across to English, right? Well, English, it comes from German. Yeah. So, so we use... Like, it translates directly. Yep. Like, you don't go now. You don't go... But I suppose it'd be like, long live the king. Long live the queen. Yeah, but you don't go... Who's... What, in normal conversation? What, Mate, you I've got to go. The missus You've, is calling. Long live the king. You don't? No, because you I'm, are fucking disrespectful, man. Because yeah, you know why? Why? Fuck the queen. Fucking not interested. How dare you? I'm not interested. How dare you? Fuck her and her no, swans. No, I end every. It's it's how I formally end emails. What? Uh, Yours sincerely, Neil Dawson. Long, Long live, live the, the queen. queen and her swans. No, no. Spaktoro. Spaktoro. <laughs> the, Absolutely. No, but yes. but that's what I'm saying. Like, so Germany now today. It's a weird ending. It is, doesn't go. Angela Merkel. <laughs> what? Angela Merkel. <laughs> what? No, no. My name's Kieran. Oh, fuck. I can't <laughs> even say that. I can't even edit that out. Oh, my no. My name's George. 
<laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, calm down. Yeah. Um, Angela Merkel. Ang- what? Ang- Ang- what? What are you talking? What? What? Who the fuck is? What? Is that? Is that their prime minister? Yeah. Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel. Okay. So are we, are we sure too. that it's not just a fisherman named Merkel? Nice. Oh, so I was wondering where you're going. When you when you Angela? first look at it and, you, and your brain just scans by, you read Angela. Yeah, but German, like, and, and yeah. that's that German. Yeah. Pro, see, the the difference between English and German is we had the great vowel shift. Right. That, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just going with what you're saying right now. It's it's true, and I don't know what it is, but that we, our vowels changed in like the 1600s or the 1200s. Because um, we all spoke German, yeah, okay. and then we German becomes Old English, becomes Middle English, and I think the way it does that is something called the Great Vowel Shift. You know who else has got German in us? The Queen, the fucking Queen, the Queen, that Your beautiful mate, the Queen, the beautiful um, angelic, yeah, oh, aged off. lizard. What has she ever done for you? Ah, uh, put a face on my coins, and that's it. That's yeah. the extent. And my stamps. Yeah, what are they? You know. Uh, the, what I send her money in Because you know Oh you send them her money I send her money Yeah Because I want her to know That her face is on coins Jeez shit <laughs> You know what And we even update the coins Yeah To make Oh no she doesn't look Yeah like if, you, if you look at them They age Yeah But wouldn't it be weird To, to pay and go That's me Although she's probably yeah. Never paid for anything Yeah Well she's only in the Five dollar note now And the coins yeah, in the coins. And in our hearts. <laughs> and You a, love her. I don't know and, what you and, love about her. And a wall-sized mural in our bedrooms. It, <laughs> do, you, do you imagine growing up in a, in a place where and everyone she, had a picture of the queen in their house? Was that ever a thing? Yeah, absolutely. Was that like the 1950s in, a, yeah. in England and they had a picture of like the prime minister and the queen? I don't know if they had the prime minister. They had the, they had the queen. Really? Everyone yeah, yeah, had a picture yeah. of the Queen? I don't know everyone, but it was, it was very popular. It was like, you know, in the 70s when you had that, the big wooden, the wooden spoon and the wooden fork attached to the wall. <laughs> and, you know, people had it, yeah. And there's a, there's a really good shot in the movie of The Commitments. And I think he's got, he's a Catholic and he's got a picture of The Last Supper. Yeah. And then instead of having a picture of the Queen, he's got a picture of Elvis. <laughs> and, he, and someone says something, he's like, and they put shit on Elvis. And he's like, don't blaspheme about Elvis. I um, but I was used to see her in the scout halls, with oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Robert Baden Powell, yeah, and then you had the Queen, yeah, in the in the scout halls. That's his name, Robert Baden Powell. Robert Baden Powell. Okay, you don't remember him, the great wise one. I go. I remember things like woggle, <laughs> woggle, having a woggle. If anyone I, doesn't know what we're talking about, we're talking about scouts. Yeah, which is. Yeah. Basically, uh, where we all got molested as children. It was if you didn't like your kids, you sent them off to get molested <laughs> was, in a, in a military style it, fashion. It was like in the early two thousands when you looked at your children and thought, "I wish they were dressed like a nineteen fifties bush ranger." Yeah, and so you sent them off to wear really long fucking brown socks and shorts and <laughs> and a hat and and a neckerchief like some Scooby Doo motherfucker and, and 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 get badges. What kept your scarf together? A woggle. A woggle. A little bit of leather with a clip on it called a woggle. I never had the leather one. I no, had the I had the leather one. I had the plastic one of an Aboriginal man's face 
black plastic Aboriginal man's face. I, I was, oh, yeah. I, I was, I was a, a um, uh, what was I? Non-racist back then. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of a term that makes me What's sound What's it like, called when you're not racist? Just yeah. not racist? Yeah. Like normal? Like yeah. Not a cunt? Yeah. Um, I grew up in a racist house. I didn't have yeah. a choice. It was, uh, it was a white house and uh, nothing allowed it. Nothing could be brown term. in it. But anyway, I liked this woggle. Who, was, it a, was it like Eddie Marbo or something? No, it's just some fucking It was just some Aboriginal? Just an Aboriginal. not the same. No one famous. Not the same Aboriginal as like on the coins or anything? Aboriginal on coins. <laughs> the other side. Is there? Yeah. It's Eddie Marbo. No. Yes. Fuck off. No way. Yes. What colour? The coins. Yeah. Like a gold one or a silver one? Silver. I think he's on the end of the ass end of the two dollar coin. That's gold, that's not silver. Well is it fucking gold then? I no. Are you serious? Aboriginal? Yeah, I think Eddie Marbo. Who won some landmark case to Oh yeah, it's the Torres Strait Islanders, I think. Eddie Marbo is land rights for Aboriginals, and it's the biggest case that's ever taken place in Australia. Yeah. Um, and the main reason about this, and I did this at uni actually, one of the main reasons is when Captain Cook um, landed and <clears throat> referred to Australia, which was New Holland at the time. When he referred it back to England, he referred it as, uh, I forget the legal term, but basically that it was no one's island. There was no one here. Terra nullius. Yeah. And Land belonging to no one. Yeah. So with that terminology, they just took whatever they wanted. Eddie Marbo's case was, long before he was ever here, his ancestors had rights to the land, the Aboriginal land, and that's, that was his case. So... Here, here we go. The Aboriginal man on the $2 coin was based on a drawing of Gawaya Jungari. Jungari. Jungari, known as a one-pound Jimmy, survived the Coniston Massacre of 1928. The elder caught the world's attention after his picture graced the magazine cover. Jungari was the first Indigenous person to feature an Australian stamp. Seriously? So... There you go. There's a bit of Australian history for any of the non-Australians out there. Do you know I can't even picture what the actual... It's a dude with a beard, sort of looking off into the distance. Really? Have you not looked at money? And this is the thing. I, I can tell you the Queen's head's there and that's all I know. Yeah, because she's beautiful and you can't stop oh, looking. fuck that. <laughs> and you know what? I reckon we've got the best royals. I reckon our royals could fight anyone else's royals. Oh, fuck yeah. I've seen that guy. Yeah. Two dollar coins. They even they even scratched in a, a uh, Southern Cross. Did you notice that? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Above ways. it, he's looking. He's got a good beard. Good yeah. strong he's man. Strong beard. beard. <laughs> he can run a beard. For sure. Yeah. And they and they snuck in. Okay. And then the one dollar coin. It's kangaroos because that's important. Yeah. Well, telling people they're pests. We've got to know what we're going to hit. Yeah. Most kangaroos I've ever seen have been dead. On the side of the road. Yeah. Seen more dead kangaroos than alive. Do you know why they're dead on the side of the road? Once worked with a Filipino guy, and they um, they ran over a wombat and ate it. Yeah, you know that's big in America, don't you? Eating wombats, <laughs> eating roadkill. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's dead. Yeah. Well, 
But it wasn't from that ca- long ago. From a car. Yeah. <laughs> I, it wasn't that long ago. See, the best best thing of a wombat I've ever seen is um, uh, used to drive around a lot in the bush and there was this, we were there for a couple of days and we kept going past this wombat and it inflated from the gas. Oh, it bloated, yeah. And, it, and its little dick was up. Oh. <laughs> so it's on its back full of gas with just a full-blown stiff William. They have big dicks. Ah, nah. I got, feel like they've got dicks that hide away sort of and then pop me, out. Reminded me of my own. <laughs> Do you, you know, as when it comes to the shape and design of a wombat, and I mean, it was a pink away. dick, by the way. Its dick was pink. Pink, pink. I thought you said like a pig dick. No, 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 no. Pink. They're curly. Yeah, no, no. It's a straight dick. Straight, straight, straight. Pink dick. It sort of looked like a baby giving you the thumbs up. I like that. I like that. Yay! <laughs> yeah, on your mate. Okay. Yeah. So they look like an awkward animal to reproduce. Oh, it's it's hard to fuck them. Is it? <laughs> got to catch them. <laughs> got to go out at night time. <laughs> got to get down the hole. Got to. Yeah. <laughs> got to get a torch. <laughs> um. <Gotta get. laughs> where 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 do we think? <laughs> would you would you eat roadkill? No. No. I wouldn't eat a wild animal full of like parasites and shit. Yeah. Like I don't I don't need no So I like farmed animals. Well, you can have them like proper game, but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't eat anything I caught. No. No. Just no. You know, you fucking uh, well, rabbits and like primarily the main thing that gets chased on farms, right? Rabbits, hares, Kangaroos and boars. Kangaroo, boar. Uh, wild pigs. Um, wild pigs echidnas. are a fucking echidnas. <laughs> you wouldn't hurt an echidna. Well, they come with their own toothpicks. Yeah. I reckon you could eat an echidna. Would you? Nah. You wouldn't kill one. Oh, not intentionally. You know, come, yeah. home, come home drunk one night and burnt the casserole. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I could see <laughs> no, that. No, I wouldn't eat an echidna. Or a goanna, and people seem to eat... The, I think goanna's on the menu. menu. Fuck off, really? In, in a few places, yeah. And, like, they're big enough. There's a, there'd be a steak on them. Yeah, I couldn't think of... Like, I like crocodile. I can't do, I can't do lizards, man. Crocodiles are big lizards, and it's just like... That's, that's, that's apocalypse meat. Yeah, we're talking prehistoric <laughs> shit. It's fucking... But... It is nice. No, I, I I had it in a pie and I did not like it. And you like crocodile pie? No, it was, and it was done the same way you do a chicken pie. I'm not a fan of chicken pie. Yeah, okay. But it was just Similar. like it was just I was eating the lizard man. Yeah, like it just it just I don't think when steaks when steaks an option that I'm yeah. gonna go for fucking yeah prehistoric. I'm gonna eat a dinosaur. No, fuck that. But at least I can say I've eaten a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. What about um? I saw these fucking idiots the other day yep. in Nebraska. And again, to our American listeners, we're not shit canning Americans in general. Just, the, just what was it? Alaska? No, Nebraska. Oh, Nebraska. Yeah, and they were pieces of shit, right? I hope it was Nebraska now that I've read it. Um, Regardless of where these people But it was a video, and basically what happened was in a, like a hole of a bottom of a tree, because it's wintertime. There's a hole. Uh, a mother bear... Had gone in there with her two cubs. Yeah. And she was hibernating. Yep. And um, these guys know that it's illegal. 
they shot the fucking mother bear. So they like while she was hibernating. So while it was asleep. Yep. And then they shot the two cubs. They left the cubs in there. They pulled the mother bear out. She wasn't a big like it was a black bear. Yeah. So but, they're not they're not massive animals. No, no. It was this wasn't a huge one. But this has all been caught on you know the safety cams that they have in. In forests and stuff. Yeah. Now, these guys were on skis because it was snow, yeah. hence why she was sleeping when she was. And they didn't think they got caught. So then they dragged her out and took photos. Like, you got to love this, they're fucking idiots. They're posing, taking photos with the dead bear. And then they cut her up and they skinned her and took what they wanted. And they left the cubs that were dead in there. But literally, he just walked up to the tree with his gun, like a rifle, and just yeah. pump bullets like into a sleeping fucking animal. Yeah, see, that's senseless death. Fucking disgusting yeah. humans. Yeah. Then they went back a day later or two days later and tried to find no trace. Now, there's there was sound with the camera that's there, right? Yeah. So they're filming him and he's saying, look for the cartridge, look for the cartridge, because they didn't pick the cartridge up after they shot. And then they pulled the two baby bears out and they put them in a bag and then they were taking that away, like to be disposed of. Yeah. Now, I can't remember. They got caught and they obviously and they got fined. But what a defenseless. Now, as far as hunting goes. That's not hunting. <laughs> and it's illegal. Like, it's obviously illegal. Yeah. But what brings a person to. If you, you know, like we're joking about eating crocodiles and, you know, what well, I'd eat a steak too. You're not going to eat a fucking bear. You can. Yeah. But the likelihood is, I mean, okay, maybe they do. Maybe you they can eat, do. You can eat bear. But they weren't that poor, although they look like rednecks. He had like ski skis on and long pants and it was like a bib and bracelet. But, and so, was, so those, when you hunt an animal, you're definitely not, you know, one, if it's protected, don't fucking touch it. Yeah. Two, you don't go for a, a mother with cubs. You got to allow the species. So that's just senseless destruction of a species. And these two, and they, they were screaming. They would have thought it was funny. Yeah, they they didn't care. They, they just, just see it's fuck. just senseless pieces of shit. Yeah. When you hunt, you, you know, and I, I don't hunt. And I, I I fucking go to Woolies. Um, but if yeah. you're going to hunt, you got to make use of every piece of that animal. Yeah, you know, I get that it can be a sport, but it has to be done the right way. And yeah, to that's just you know it's not. And it's fucking murdering for the, that animal for the sake of your own threat. You're a piece of shit. And I hope that, you know, someone fucking stabs them. I hope they get fucked in jail. That's how I feel. Yeah. And, Ameri- and one thing is the Americans are pretty fucking serious about the conservation efforts. Um, yeah. I, I'd like, like, I mean. I'd like to think someone bashed the heads of their dicks with a hammer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm just thinking how, how fucking much that would hurt. Yeah. Well, fuck them. Yeah. No, that's not hunting. That's killing for the satisfaction of murder. And so the cubs were little, little, right? Yeah. They weren't at the stage of attacking anyone. And they're sitting back in this, like, area and they're just being fired upon. Yeah. They're screaming. That's That's nothing. fucking terrible. Anyway. That's horrible. So with that, we've covered off our tech. Yep. Uh, We've got an Apple story that we might leave over. For another time, where Apple's going to, because I, I want, I just want to get my head around. But basically, Apple's looking to release a streaming service, okay, as well as a credit card, yeah, um, with Goldman Sachs. But I just want to get my head around, understand what they're doing, and then look at—is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, yeah, I mean, because technology, all companies. the information that's sort of be coming out at the moment, eh? 
Yeah. So it's they've only just done their um, oh, I forget like it's a release product release, I guess. And they get they don't get very interesting yeah. people on stage to explain it. No, they don't. They get people that know what they're talking about. Just like yeah. <laughs> nerds. Nerd. Nerd yeah, introducing nerds. For sure. Um But what we do have is the Prowse is the continuation of the Prowse questionnaire. Where I I'll slowly be revealing my innermost secrets through this questionnaire. Um, and and it's and it there is now. I can tell you there's certain numbers that I've written down somewhere and I can't remember I wrote them down. How clever is that? Fucking genius. Um, it's it's funny because some of these questions actually make you realise how little you might know about yourself. Well, it's a bit it's a bit like the when we decided to organise what your perfect future wife looks like. Yeah, but I didn't know until a, and then yeah. like we got to Melanie and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah. Like it's but it's things you just don't know about yourself. Yeah. Um so, so yeah, that it, it's fascinating and I'm I actually remember the numbers now. Okay. One between one and thirty five. Yep. Fire at me. Come at me, bro. Two. 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 You're gonna love this. Anyway. What dick. is your great <laughs> and if you don't get the Big Dick reference, you need to go back and listen to the previous podcast. But Big Dick was quite funny because it started off Little Dick and ended up a Big Dick. <laughs> I have both. Number two, what is your greatest fear? Hmm. Killing someone with my big dick. <laughs> <laughs> I... um. My greatest fear is not realising my true potential. Well, <laughs> do I not point it out to you on a regular fucking basis? Yeah. No, true. To, yeah. to go through life and, and not experience anything. You know, you, you, as you say, there's no roof racks on hearses. No, man. You can't take so, it. So, you know, uh, yeah, just not experiencing the things I want. And missing opportunities. Yeah. But. So I'll I'll give an overview, particularly when it comes to you because I've spent a lot of time getting to know you in the last few years and how I view fear. Yeah. I often say to my children is, and I don't consider you my child, I consider you my peer, my co-host. Well, I don't consider you my father. No. Daddy. Don't call me daddy. (laughs) Um, No, but You knew that was coming, though, didn't you? I said it. Faja. The Faja. But what, what I would say is don't. We all fear something. We only stop yep. doing things because we're fearful. And sometimes we can be fearful of success. And it's very weird when you really break it down. We just we get to a certain level and then we don't step further because we're actually frightened. We might be good at something yep. and we don't know what the realms are. There's in. a great speech in Coach Carter yep. where he talks about he asks his kid this whole, what you what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Yeah. He's always going, I'm I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of anyone. Um but in the end when he sort of got through to him and he, he goes and he's leaving the room because he's been fired, spoilers, fuck you, the movie's over ten years old. Yeah. He stands up and he and he actually says to him one of our greatest fears is success and not realizing our true potential. Yeah. And, um being afraid to you know, not not being able to lift people up around us, and it's a really good speech, and yeah. I just butchered it. But no, 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 I'm gonna have a listen. Yeah. I've actually not seen the movie. It's a fantastic. Film. It's based on, it's based true, on story. A true story. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. great movie. Basketball, yeah. 
Yeah, well, basketball coach, you know. Yeah, that's generally why I don't watch it. Not uh, it's fan. not much about basketball. It's more about yeah. the way he gets through to the kids. So I like the motivational side. Yeah. I like being able to pump someone up or be pumped up. Yeah. That I can watch something and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's like I, I, there's an old like fighting cliche when a uh, man, you know, standing up to another man is like, mate, don't let fear stop you. Yeah. And and it is. It is that we, that fear can be so destructive. One, one of the things of, of fear is anxiety. And I read something the other day and it was – uh, the problem, uh, the reason you should avoid it, you, uh, you know, the reason you shouldn't worry about anxiety is because if you do, you might experience a bad thing twice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is like, yeah, which is a fair point. So fuck anxiety. If it's going to suck, only let it suck once, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anx- anxiety is a horrible, horrible thing. And when you're not getting on top of it, yeah, all your fears come out. Yeah. What if this happens? What if that happens? What I will tell you though, when you get older fear becomes more prevalent in your life because you – things that never bothered you. I never, in my 20s and into my 30, early 30s, I just didn't give a fuck about – like I would go, I'm just going to do it. And people go, oh, you can't do that. or you, Particularly, you can't say that. I, I don't have an off switch when it comes to you can't say that. Yeah. I, I say it and I go, mm, I fucked that up. Yeah. Now, as I told you, the last five years, I've, I've only really learned to do that. But – I never used to fear the results. I would go, I'll, I'll work it out. There'll be something. Now I'm getting older. I'm trying to turn I'm, – I'm feeling that fear. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not trying to make this about me. What I'm saying with you is your potential is there. I say it to you all the time. It's The only person at the moment that's stopping you is you. Yeah. Right? But everything comes in waves and in timing. Timing's everything. So – you make progress. You move along. Yeah, that's it. You got to chip away at it, man. Yeah, that's it. No, like this whole. We live in a world of instant gratification. It's yeah. just not. That's not the the way success works. No. You don't get it tomorrow. You don't get it next week. You get it in ten years. But it's also you know, the thing with the instant gratification is, you don't enjoy the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the biggest part because once you've got something, once you. You know, if you measure success by metrics, say, oh, I want I want ten thousand views, I want ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Once you get it, you don't really feel anything for it. You know, yeah. you're not walking around for a week going, yeah, big dick energy out of this ten. You want that next thing. Well, yeah. obviously, if you're going to keep fighting for the next thing, then it's the journey to get there and not the yeah, not the gratification of of the arrival. Yeah. And and look, I'm a big Robbins fan, so. Anthony Robbins has got story after story after story of people that have overcome. But there's the other guy who wrote the book about uh, fuck. See, I should do research if I do. Like, I open up. This. Yeah, but it comes up on the spot, and you're like that guy yeah. that did that thing. Um, I want to say Brandon his name's Robert Kiyosaki. Now I know that that's close, and he wrote the book about Kawasaki. <laughs> Kiyosaki. Yeah, he wrote several books actually, but um, the one that he was famous for um, is about. Um, money and how quickly I can type it in. Uh, Kiwasaki, yeah, I was right. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Ah, uh, yeah, you've told me about this one, yeah. And he talks about bankrupting companies and, and starting a business and bankrupting. And like, but he never, ever stopped. He just kept going and going and going. Yeah. Now, when you read his book and you go, yeah, okay, like I consider myself, I'm not the rich dad, I'm the poor dad, but I consider myself going... I can see his principles, but it's taken me 
20 years to understand it. Yeah. It doesn't just drop on you and go, yep, I'm Justin Bieber, I'm on YouTube and next minute I'm a billionaire. Like it, yeah. It, those stories are, are getting shorter and shorter because there's so much competition of people wanting to, to be. But if you find your market and you put the research and the effort in, then you can be what anyone can be, whatever they want. Yeah. But it's that f- it's overstepping the mark to get past fear to go, yeah, yeah, I can do this. I know I can do this. And that's the difference. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I take, um, yeah, I take stock in exactly what you said. I think you, you're 100% correct. And, well, of course you are because you said it. But um, it, it is, it's that not realizing your potential. Also, the dark. Also, the what? The dark. The dark, you're scared of the dark. You're scared of the dark. See, isn't that funny? <laughs> we talk about fears and, and scary movies don't sit comfortable with you, but I don't, I don't see you as someone that's scared of anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's when you get to know Fair someone. Enough. Yeah. I think everyone has fear. I think it's we- if you don't fear things, yeah. you're either a sociopath or an idiot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like you, like having, there's nothing Very wrong true. with having fear. No. It's just that you should fear the right things. Like... You can't let it stop you. You know, ghosts, you know, you joke about it, but people, you know, afraid of ghosts or, you know, like fucking uh, getting locked in a closet. Yeah. Like, don't worry about that shit. You should fear like mortality and ninjas. Well, what about what about the the tricks that your brain plays on you when you walk in the dark? Oh, where you can frighten the Try fuck having out a yourself. fucking cat, man. Uh-huh. Those those are that cats go bump in the night. Yeah. <laughs> They're dicks. And they run past you real quick. Yeah, that's fine. I get I get that. I'll be halfway up the stairs and it's pitch black. Yeah. And I'm I'm walking up this fucking spiral staircase. And then this white light just goes oh, past no. your leg. And you're going the fuck was that? Until you hear at the top of the stairs, a meow. Oh. And it's like, ah, oh, it just wants to be fed. Yeah. But it, or you're half asleep and then something jumps on your chest. Really? I, or I, um, the other day I went out for some drinks with some mates and I sort of woke up head halfway off the bed. And I woke up because a cat walked up and bitch slapped me in the face and fucked off. Oh, what? Because my head was halfway off the bed and I felt it, I could sort of feel it scraping on my bed. You know, yeah. they do that cat thing. And then it just went fucking smack and bailed. Oh. And I woke up to this fucking cat slap. These are reasons I don't have cats. I don't own a cat. It came with the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you got you to feel the, the right things and that yeah. should help you. Yeah. That's a good question. Oh, shall I pick another number? That's far away. Give 13. it to me. 13. 13. Big dick. Oh, these are fucking great. What is a quality you most like in a woman? Ooh. And you can't say your dick. Big dick. Yeah, you can't <laughs> say. Humor, man. Humor. Yeah? Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Make me laugh. Yeah. Like it's, um, yeah, no, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like More pop- just just be, have have my sense of humor. Just don't stop with a joke until it's dead yeah. and add to it and keep building to it and yeah. don't just settle for, like if, uh, like I hate, I hate the, the, the humor that people have. I tell you a shit joke. Oh, it was three guys on a plane, a, a Mexican, a, fuck off. I got weird shit. I want yeah. it to be weird and twisted and spun and just. Yeah. And you got to be named Melanie. Yeah, but yeah, hum- now we, yeah, humor. Yeah, okay. Um, I do hear that from a lot of women. They say about men that they 
um, they want someone to make them laugh. Yeah, I think that's important. I think absolutely, it's like the humor, the humor and laughter is like the center of happiness. Yeah, right. Laughter when you're uncontrollable laughter is essentially uncontrollable happiness. Do you, do you know that I can measure successful relationships I've been in from having the ultimate belly laugh? Yeah, where might have just been sitting on the bed talking shit, and it turns into a belly laugh that. We're laughing at you laughing. You know yeah, what we talked yeah, about earlier no, about yeah, that. But, and that's yeah. it because humor. It, it's it yeah. just yeah. So humor, like straight up. Apart from that, um, the ability to kill a man with one punch. I would have thought big tits. <laughs> I would thought that would have been come up before. I'm not even like I don't. I like all tits. Yeah, don't care. Oh, you know, don't come at me with them tiny titties, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> Like, don't, like be, don't be bringing them fried eggs, motherfucker. <laughs> you can't leave your mosquito bites to the door, yeah. tiny titty yeah. bitch. Um, like I'm, 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 and, uh, I'm a gracious man. Just for all our small-breasted women out there, it's just a comedy line that we use. Yeah, that's it. I still love your tiny titties. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Um, it's uh, humor's good. I think humor's awesome. Answer. Yeah. I th- I, yeah. Yeah. It's the fucking, you know. What what if you found the woman that I love I love doing hypotheticals now. So what if you found a woman that was yeah. absolutely stunning, intelligent, and like and had a great job and wanted like was so into you, but she just didn't get your humour. And you'd be like, you'd be writing bits and going, Okay, what about this? And she goes, Oh, that's so funny. And that's as much expression that she gives you. It wouldn't work. Like in, in the end, it wouldn't work. And you'd ride that wave until it crashed. But, yeah. you know, you wouldn't... After a while, you'd just... It'd be a very large disconnect. And she's ringing your mum and saying, do you know how much I love Neil? Oh. My mum's like, who the fuck are you? Stop <laughs> calling me, lady. <laughs> Dude, if, <laughs> if, if I had a message, you called my mum and like went on for like an hour. My mum would call me like, tell your missus not to call me no more. <laughs> Bitch. But what is she 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 <laughs> it would be it would eternal be a, love. I love this guy. I want him to have my kids. I'm, I wouldn't feel the same because humor is such a big thing in my yeah. life. Like yeah. I don't most of this most of the time I talk, I'm fucking telling a joke. Yeah. Like pulling lines, yeah. Yeah. Or or talking about funny, crazy, wacky shit. It's yeah. what I enjoy doing. It's like the reason that I do shit like this is yeah. the reason I have my aspirations. Like it, humor is such a big part of my life yeah. that it would be such a a, a, a glaring disconnect that yeah. for her to want to overcome that it'd be more craziness than anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think it'd be it'd be tough. Humor is important. I, I like, and I don't need. And I often hear women say, "I'm very funny." You know, I dated this girl. I love her. Right? She was awesome, awesome, and good fun. And she was. I don't say I love her. Like we only dated. But she used to, like, it was like she was trying to convince me. She goes, I'm pretty funny, you know. I go. I have a great sense of humor. Oh, and I go, are you? Like, yeah. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. My friends all tell me I'm funny. If you have to tell people that, you're not funny. If, you're ten- if your friends are telling you you're funny, <sighs> then she's like misinterpreting when someone says, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Because you don't get told you're funny. Yeah. People fucking laugh a lot yeah, when you that's talk. exactly right. Like, that's the difference. Yeah. Like, I know I'm funny. I don't walk around telling people that, but I make people laugh a lot. Yeah. And whether it's at me or with me, I don't really give a shit. 
Yeah. Like I take the piss out of myself more than anything. Yeah. And I think people find that funny. Yeah. They also get that it's humor, but I don't have to walk around going, oh, trust me, I'm funny. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. did you hear that joke I said the other day and everyone yeah. laughed? It was so good. It's like, no, just be funny. When, when someone says something to you and then you find it funny, do you actually tell them how that made you laugh? No, because <laughs> I laugh. No, no, but do you not say, oh, that's fucking hilarious? Like it. I, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just relating to depends, things recently. Depends contextual. Like if I piss myself laughing and I'll be like, that's fucking amazing. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you can tell it's genuine. But if someone says something and I don't not laugh, I just look at them deadpan and go, that is funny. That's so funny. It's not funny. That's a, You know what? Joe Rogan does it too now, I've noticed. Yeah. Nikki Glazer does it on her podcast. And she's half giggling, but she'll go, oh, that is so funny. I, I just and don't. I think I think funny is a reaction, not a statement. Yeah, yeah. I I, I like laughing. I think if you can't, what the fuck are you like? Laughter's half the point of being a human. Yeah, like the rest of it's all pretty fucking binary. But like laughter is like this a bit. It's you can laugh at the stupidest shit, and most of the laughs of most of the heavy heavy laughs have always been based around some dumb shit. Yeah, but dogs don't laugh and they're happy. But like they smile, yeah, right. They smile. Dogs smile. But like, like nothing else. I don't. Uh, monkeys laugh, but they're fucking weird. I don't know if they're laughing at things or they're just yeah. being monkeys. Monkeys stick but their finger we, up their own ass and smell yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Like we can experience humor like nothing else can. Yeah. In fact, I don't think humor really exists in in the animal kingdom in the way it does in humans. So, like, <laughs> that's fucking half the point is enjoying it. And yeah. if you're laughing, you feel yeah. great. You can't feel hate when all you feel is happiness. Isn't that true? That is so true. Yeah, yeah. When you're laughing and you've had a giggle at some, even if it's someone's but, expense. And, but it, you, you could have two people sitting on a lounge and they fucking hate each other, right? Yeah. And then a third party makes a joke that they both wholly laugh at. Yeah. The hate diffuses. They, yeah. they might, they, 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 it, there's this mutual ground. They start fucking. And, and they just, <laughs> if you make. I made them fuck. <laughs> if you, that's funny. That's, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. If, oh, how good would that be if two, <laughs> by law, if two people laugh at the joke, they have to fuck each other? <laughs> I want that power. Oh, that's a superpower I want. To make people fuck each other, but from laugh. Of course, I laughter. made them laugh. Oh, you two hate each other? Sit there. Okay, I'm going to tell you a joke. Anyway, <laughs> the next minute. Oh, it worked. And, and, and then it cuts to you and you go, well, that's not my cereal. Yeah. And they're both laughing and looking at each other. Just, just <laughs> shirt comes off. Yeah. <laughs> Dick <Yeah>. comes out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Why love are we it. fucking? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even like and you. The whole time they have sex. I had sex like that. Though. The whole time they're having sex, they're, they're, they're uncontrollably laughing. Yeah. Which would be great because afterwards it would be even more awkward. <sighs> What, what, and they orgasm and they go, oh, that was so funny. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's aim up with one more. All right, number. Fire away. 18. I had a feeling you were going to say 21 for some reason. 21. No, no, no. Let's go with 18. No, yeah, 18 because it's legal. Um, actually, we're going to do 18 and then 21. Okay. All right, I think that works. That's the way it is. If you could change... 
Okay. If I could change one thing about myself. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, it sounded like... It... What would it be? <laughs> don't be honest. Oh, well, actually, you can be as honest or not as you want. Okay. You don't, it's, not, yeah. it's not crucifixion. So... Christopher, you're going to say big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Big dick. Biggest dick. (laughs) Biggest dickest. Yeah. Um, Big dick. Uh, I wish wish I was shorter. No. Um, I wish my dick touched. I could change one thing about myself. I'll give you the the right context. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Change. Um, Don't you love these questions? Yeah, because you can go deep on them, or you can just sort of be like, "Wish I wish you know, fucking toenails didn't break so easily." Yeah, um, I've never heard of that one before. My fingernails—I got shitty fingernails. Paint doesn't <laughs> stick to them. Is that what you're gonna <laughs> no, tell they, me? They just—they <laughs> break a lot. Oh. Um, I know, but it's it's, it's just it's a fu- dilemma. I, I'm not paying for them or anything, but it yeah. can be a fucking burden yeah. trying to open a can of Coke and you just look like fucking a seal trying to... You don't bite your fingernails? No, but so, I pick at them. I do that. Yeah, okay. So I used to be a biter. I'm no longer a biter. I train myself not to bite fingernails after yeah. the fucking I was a never, time. never a biter of fingernails. But I've got this thing about... Picking them. They get to a level and I go, oh, that's two and I pick them. I have an anxious habit and I've actually got a callus from it where I take, I'll close my middle finger onto my thumb yeah. to create a ring and then with my index finger, I will rub oh, the, the, side of, thumb. the side of my thumb and it's, and it's an anxious habit and I've actually developed a, a callus from doing it. On the both hands or just one? Just on my right hand. Okay. But That's your yeah, winking hand. But there's a genuine, yeah. Yeah, um, okay. I wish, so physically I wish I could grow a better beard. Yeah. Grow like some weak ass patchy shit. Yep. People say you can't grow a beard. I just tell them I got too much face. But. Yeah. So yeah, I wish I could grow like a fucking. They say that about bald dudes. They call them, they got more head than hair. Yeah, I know. I save on shampoo, but it's more expensive with the face wash. Yeah. Um. Okay. Someone, so someone's at home beard. laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but you again, you shave your head. I do, but it's uh, not... like a beard with a shaven head is is a good balance. Okay. Um, I wish I could, but uh, uh, I wish I. See, the thing is, like when you say it, it's like, well, I can change those things. Um, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna grow a beard? Are you gonna... <laughs> no, no, no. Like, um, not physically, but personally. Yeah. I wish I uh, had a. I was better at dedicating myself to a schedule. Uh, time management. Time, time management. Okay, yeah. Okay. I wish I had better time management skills. But you can do that. I can. You can do anything. And 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 I, 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 I'm trying. But yeah. it's fucking... I can just do nothing for too long. Yeah. And I'm going to jump to your defense a little bit on this one too, right? And the, the psychology world recognizes that anyone that does shift work lives in a different realm. Yeah, but like it's taking charge of that realm regardless. It's it's a hard animal because what you're trying to do is primarily reverse everything that we've done for centuries. We yeah. work during the day, we sleep at night. Yeah. And and what we're doing with yours is is you're halfway in between and you've got to catch sleep when you have. Like I, I talked to this mate of mine, Mitch, who's going through a scenario at the moment where he's doing a lot of night work. Yeah. 
and he's trying to catch sleep during the day and his business at the business factory, um, he he has day as work, well as work. So day work as well is what I was trying to say. Yeah, so see, that's 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 a different thing because I'm I'm yeah okay I'm doing a bit longer shifts than eight hours, but he's doing like two jobs. Yeah, yeah, and he's trying to get that balance. So, but but it is a hard thing to do. So so it doesn't come easily to everyone. I I'm not because I can write best. my like mentally ideal roster. Yeah. Uh, like schedule to my day, but fucking like I wake up after eight hours of sleep and go, you want to lay here for an hour and watch YouTube videos on your phone? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But you also got to remember there's a flexibility. If we're too stringent, then yeah. like I had a whole plan for this weekend, right? Yeah. And I wrote it down and went, this is what I'm going to do. And then I got a phone call to go, any chance I can get you to work on a Saturday? And I went, yeah, okay. Everything goes out the window. Yeah, and, and there normally are, there are those moments. You do I have would to be, be flexible on yourself, but like, yeah, I would be pissed. Yeah, but I went. That's the way the world operates. Yeah, that's it. But like to just have that ability to to to, to if you know you talk about instant gratification, I'd really like to skip to the end on that one and just have it. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's only beneficial. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'll get there. But that's that, yeah, that's not change about but yourself. It, but it's things like yeah, well, it is. It's, it's working on it. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But I'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Also a bigger dick. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I, not that women want to be shortchanged, but my understanding of women and conversations with them, they would prefer a man that knows how to use it rather than just have the biggest dick of all time, like he can't use it. I think they like a happy compromise, big dick and can use it obviously. Yeah. There's all – this is where women are less shallow than men. Coffee machine time again. Is that a, is that a literal shallow or a – men, men being shallow? No, but women being shallow. <laughs> no, no not, referring, shallow. not referring to the depth of their vaginas. Oh, okay. Um, as in they take the time often – no, fuck, you know what? Actually, I'm going to change that. It's come full circle – where you've got men that actually understand women and they like women for who they are yeah. as much as women have been doing it. But I seem to think that women are more uh, accepting of a man's personality and who they are okay. than a man that goes like and, – and dating apps are, are, are one. You look at a dating app and you go, no, 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 yes. Like, but you're judging on a picture. Yeah. You'd, That's that, that shallowness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I but, think um, I think women are, are, are so they want a happy mix. Yeah, I think everyone does. So if, we all want to be attractive and good in bed. So if you were to wake up in the morning with a huge big horse cock on you, yeah, um, you're it's not mine or it belongs to a horse. <laughs> it's, it's now yours. It's not like waking up with a horse's head in your bed. You <laughs> no. wake up with a horse's cock in your bed. As long as you wake up with a horse's cock in your ass, that's probably worse. yeah. But if you wake up with a big horse cock, it doesn't mean that... I guarantee a few people are woken up with a horse's cock in their ass because they've passed out first once it's gone in. <laughs> They're just like, what the... Oh, Why no. do I feel like I'm shitting? Oh, I... In a barn. <laughs> <laughs> and why am, I, why am I tied to a fence? <laughs> yeah, no. So, no, I think, I, think that's, I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's good. So, you, you wanted to finish on what, 21? 21. Actually, I've, I, I can pick it out. I can read it. But it's up to you. It's your number. It's not about okay. me. Well, you seem content with 21. 
Or do you want to save 21 to the 21st episode? We'll save 21 to the 21st episode and I'll go with number 29. <sighs> you make that noise in every question. I do because all I don't pre-read them. Yeah. And then I go, yeah. So have okay. you not read the – have you read it before? No, no, no. I read about it and how he came okay, to it. you've not. You've and not I purposely don't detail. because – as much as we get to this, I want, and I'm going to use this, you know, other times. Oh, it's great. It okay. really is. 29. Which historical figure do you most identify with? Biggest dickers. Yeah. <laughs> you love the big dick. Big dick is a theme. I just, it, I said it a few times and now I'm just going to smash that joke till it's done. Um, Please promise me that next time you get a job interview or you're talking to someone, they go, uh, what are you thinking? You go, big dick. Where do you see yourself in five years? Big, big dick. dick. Yeah. Uh, historical figure. Now that is a fucking deep question. Yeah, because and, and it's not to... something you often think about. Like, yeah, uh, Benjamin Franklin. I could have had a beer with that guy. Um, probably, you know, <laughs> I was going to say Kurt Cobain, but only for the laughter. <laughs> only for the what? Only for the joke. Ah. Uh. I'm going to say only for the drugs. Kurt Cobain because, you know, I love heroin and suicide. Um, Historical. Can be anything. Yeah. Can he? Genghis Khan. No, he was a bad person. Um, Jesus? He's a fake person. No, Jesus was real. Mm. The bullshit behind him was Allegedly. Historically, they do believe he existed. I don't know. And Maybe. There's a, there's Jesus. Yeah. He's a Mexican. Yeah. He steals hubcaps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh fuck! You know, and that's a fantastic question. It is, isn't it? Um, yeah, and I feel like I'm going to change my answer to this a few times. Yeah, I think you're right. Something that's exactly what like I'm it's thinking. It's a really interesting thing to consider because if you yeah. can find someone in history who you can uh, not, not I suppose, look up to, but can 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 understand, yeah, then you can actually look at their life and and put things into your own. And yeah, obviously things have changed. You know. Um, the different eras, but there's things in it you can look at and and maybe emulate or agree with, and like there's yeah, you know there's there's a bit, a bit of strange guidance. I'm not great with historical figures. Okay. Um, my brain keeps saying Hitler because when you say historical figure, <laughs> Hitler is that because you just want to have your name at the end of every sentence? Hail Neil, <laughs> that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hail Neil. Yeah, but then it goes bad after a couple of years and you end up addicted to meth and no one likes you. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe oh, Queen Elizabeth? You had to <laughs> fucking go there, didn't you? I did. I'm, I'm full of repeat jokes. Uh, shit, I really don't know. I honestly can't answer... Maybe we we'll come back to that in the next one. Um, I would. I'm definitely going to think about that. Yeah, I need to know more history to sort of. Uh, and I so when I read it, like I went because oh, I love these questions, right? What goes through my mind in the in the process is, is someone you identify with. So I, <sighs> I, for me personally, I like a pioneer. Yeah. Right. I like, like I like my Steve Jobs. Okay, yep. as an example, I like. Uh, Napoleon Bonaparte. Yep. Not for what he became, but because he was a revolutionary. That these people stand up to the norm. And I think I've got this ingrained in me 
instead of copping it from the man, you know, that mentality. Yeah. That I think – so I, I look for a pioneer. That's that's what I would say. I, I But I don't have one offhand that I could identify with, right? Uh, actually, he, I, I've got one for you. And it, and he's not so much famous as, as Nelson Mandela, but Stephen Beekle. No idea who that is. Okay. I'm going to tell you about a movie called Cry Freedom. Okay. And it's about Stephen Bickle and it was about reporting the crimes that took place in South Africa. Yeah, the apartheid and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And Stephen Bickle was, like Nelson Mandela, uh, stood up to the, to, the, to the others. But their whole concept was not to want to take over the place, was not to revolutionise, to make it different from what it was. It was just that they got on. And I think that apartheid, and I know this sounds very deep and very serious, but apartheid to me was a very serious issue that because it came to the forefront and one of the ways that they stopped it was by stopping them playing sport with the rest of the world. Yeah. Now, that's a fucking crazy concept to come up with. But if the country loves sport, and most countries do, yeah, then it's going to... Yeah. Yeah. And and there was, there was a tribute concert called where all... They, they, they had a place uh, in South Africa called Sun City. Yep. And I think it was like Bruce Springsteen's brother was tied up in his band. Um, started a oh, fuck. I have to do the research on this one, but he started and had a song out called "Ain't Gonna Play Sun City." Okay, and it was musicians then standing up and saying, "We're not going to do it." But the whole time that the Nelson Mandelas and the Stephen Bickers, they were doing it just to have a country that combined it. So they weren't about, okay, we're on the bottom, we want to be on the top. They're like, we no. want to be side by side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is equality, essentially. Absolutely. And they, and they, would, they, they wanted it for, for themselves. But it, it's also crazy when you look at people like Nelson Mandela that to basically grow up in a life where you're a piece of shit. So society says. Absolutely. And then for speaking out against that, spend 30 years in prison. Yeah. Again being treated as a piece of shit and to, but then out after all of that not come out with hate in your heart not to not to be defeated because what that's what you know hate hate separates people and they want yeah. you to have a side yeah and i mean you see a lot of it now in the media and 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 different shit across the world and politically they want to divide people yeah they want to keep people Pick divided a team. and and the fact is when you are when you when you're on a side and you've got that hate you're you know, you're not, you're never going to win. No, because they can't beat people who are united, but they can beat people who are divided. So to go through all that and still stand by what you know to be right, and at like fucking eighty become president, or yeah. like it, it wasn't, he wasn't a young man. No, 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 he was an old man. So, and, but he, he, and it was his love for his country, yeah, for his people. He didn't care what colour you were. That's it. His relationship with with the guy that looked after him in his cell, like I don't know who, like he had a relationship with him that lasted as long as the time he was in there. Yeah, he never showed any hatred towards him. Was never nasty. Was he white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. African, yeah. yeah. So you, you've got, and you've got to remember too, the, the white people that came to South Africa, a mix of Dutch and German. So you, you've got, and and then you've got you know, fourth and fifth generations that have lived there for that particular yeah. time. Um, you've got an uneducated black race that you've got to try and educate. You've got an educated black race as well. 
Like there were so many things. And the whole time that these guys, they just wanted to stand side by side and go, I'm I'm equal. Yeah. And that blows me away. So and, I know yeah, that's a bit to, deep. Yeah, but to, to stand by your beliefs for 60, 70, 80 years of, yeah. of oppression and, and, and fucking still win. Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. just to win, but to not to be unchanging. Yeah, and and what happened? Realistically, what happened was Nelson Mandela gets released. He brings the country together. He becomes president. They they redesign their flag, and majority of people that were of the old mindset have died out, or they're in the process of dying out. Yeah, and you've got this new lease where they're so proud now. I mean, I'm very proud to be an Australian and I think we've got the greatest country in the world to live in. But we've never had a revolution or needed one to that size. The closest thing we had is, you know, the Eureka Stockade against the British mining licences. Um, the the rum one, I think, was bigger. No, no. Eureka Stockade is the closest thing. Okay. Yeah, rum Rebellion doesn't doesn't scratch on, on, on what... That, this is because... The greatest thing about the Eureka Stockade, we had uh, Australian-born convicts. Yep. We had Irish, English. Um, we had Americans that were out here because it was a gold rush. Chinese. Chinese were here. Everyone was getting on board. That was the closest we've so come. So what, what was the – I fucking learned about it in school, but the government was, was taking too much of the gold or uh, – The English were, were enforcing uh, everyone that does mining have licences. And basically charging outlandish, yeah, crazy amounts, and and yeah, and they were, and the, the miners refused. And the government still do that to this yeah, day. Yeah, if fine. you want to own a drone, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, isn't isn't that a history bound to repeat itself? So, so that that's that's where I look at things. Yeah, that's just me giving an example of the question that I identify with because that's in what I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Um. And it's a pretty deep question, though, isn't it? It's uh, when you think about it, because you're sort of trying to compare your life and your beliefs to someone who's lived before you. Yeah. And and the thing, but the thing is, it's like you're either comparing it like the main historical figures we know are either great or Cancel. horrible. We, it's a hard. Like, it's, seldom do we remember. You know, we know the Mussolini's and the Hitlers and you know the fucking Genghis Khan's and and then you know Gandhi and you know Nelson Mandela and you know uh, the Dalai Lama. Like they're, they're very He's extreme. One, two, love. Yeah. They're, they're very extreme, and you're sort of comparing yourself to to someone. Well, it's difficult to say. I re- relate so much with. Nelson Mandela, when he he essentially united a country, like yeah, but then you're not going to go. I, I I I agree with you know fucking Pol Pot. So it's like fine, like no knowing of a historical figure is somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but it could be a sports person. Well, yeah, it could be, but it won't. <laughs> um, it could be. Uh... For me, like a lot of musicians, like I love, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. you know, the shit like Woodstock and and maybe you know I don't necessarily listen to much Hendrix or Janis Joplin, but um, to be part of a movement that uses the force of creativity to change, yeah. So yeah, well, and that's that's very true because they were uh, revolutionary in the fact that 
you know, like anti-war sentiment when it comes about Vietnam. You know, and and now it's very easy, but back then to be a counter-culturalist. Yeah. And you're standing up uh, against a very aggressively conservative world. Well, if if you look at it in this way too, there's a really good subject you bring up, right, and the fact of that. If you look at it in this concept, uh, World War One and Two, there was no music that was out there smashing it. There was a lot of there was a lot of propaganda that was created for you to, you know, let's go fight yeah, the Hun. When you when you when you think about and you know, specifically American music, the music that exists. I mean, before the twenties, it was all shit. <laughs> um, but in the thirties, you know, you got the swinging thirties, was it? The swinging twenty, anyway. And then you know, when the war in the forties, you don't really have music that relates to it. Music was just still very separate to to yeah. people. Wouldn't accept political music, like it was all like let's go out and have a bath together or yeah. whatever they were singing about. But it didn't have a message or a meaning. It was about, you know, oh, and if it did, it was about loving a woman or driving a car or like some basic ass shit. But it wasn't until like, I don't know, the 50s? The 60s. No, no, the 60s because well, when does we rock, had com- when does rock and roll start? Because that, oh, that's, say, that's yeah. the seed. Yeah, yeah but what, what, what I'm, the point I'm getting at when you With talk the, about war and stuff. Yeah. You had Korean War, but there wasn't people weren't writing songs that I'm aware of. Well, it wasn't until what? The Vietnam, the Vietnamese. Yeah. Vietnamese, yeah. but it's televised. Yeah. So people see it and they see what fucking war is, which it wasn't yeah. war, it was an invasion. But, well, exactly. It, was, it actually started off as a police action. That was how it was first called. Isn't yeah. that interesting? And but, it, was, it was horrible and people saw it and they were like, we've got to fucking say something. But the musicians went, well, we're going to write songs about it. If you watch any movie that takes place about the Vietnam War, well, they've got the best fucking soundtracks. And CCR, bro. Hey, CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Yeah. But but these musicians Foggity of their man. time wrote music, in- and, but and but it went beyond war. It went to like finally doing something as to holding a mirror up to society and saying, "Think about your actions." But it's not been done since. I think it still gets done, but I think it it's it's not as extreme. Who's who's writing? Songs about Afghanistan. Uh, Lamb of God. Massive in yeah. the metal community. Yeah. Um, very much counter, counter government, counter church. I've written a lot of music that was uh, against the war. And, oh, really? Okay, so um, there you go. So there, there are artists, but it's not in the, in the limelight. Yeah. Um, but there, I definitely wouldn't say that there's no, no one talking about it. Yeah. I just don't think it's, it's not cool. And music is about being popular. Music is about being cool. Yeah, but you look at look at Randy Bly, who's the lead singer of Lamb of God, staged recently. Um, he didn't call it a counter protest. He called it a party for the you know the Westboro Baptist Church. We're going to do a protest in his town. Okay, that he grew up in. So he got the gay community and everyone who's who fucking hates it to throw a party in the street, and it actually scared them off. Oh wow! He got you know people just out there fucking enjoying it. And counteracting that shit. And this was a protest for what? Well, the Westboro Baptist Church, whatever the fuck they hate. Gays, people with thoughts, not molesting children, all the things they don't stand for. Um, So, you know, and and that's probably one of a lot of examples of people who do 
do do talk about it and, and yeah, are okay. making music about it. Rock is still very much uh, about that, and metal. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I just don't see any representation saying like there used to be. I'm not, not that they want to fight the government, and I don't. And I'm not out there to to suggest that people should fight against Trump or. Because the reality is I, I don't vote in America. I don't have a say in America. My yeah. Everything I believe in, and I, I don't want to get political on this podcast ever, yeah. is Australian-based. But there's not people out there writing songs. They're spending a lot of time on social media talking about it. I, th- I think there are. Um, but uh, as I say, not in the popular line of music. Yeah. But it's not to say music has lost a social conscience. No, 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 I'm not saying that. And, but what I'm saying is that there was... There's people talking about everything, man. There's so much music out there. But the 60s and 70s... Oh, that and, and wrote, that, that is... You, yeah. you can't... Yeah, you're right. To that degree, there isn't. Yeah. Um, but it's not dead. No. But, yeah, that, that, and that... But, you know, as I said, it was an extreme one. It was the first time. So who, who would you admire? Let's just say around that. In the 60s, 70s, sort of... Um, you know, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. Yeah. But then some of the stories of them is they're not the night nice, they weren't the yeah. greatest of people. Um I do agree with a lot of what Lennon John Lennon's okay. mentality. I don't it, like they uh, they are extreme people, but you know, his basic message of, you know, ha- again going back to hatred and division isn't going to do shit. No. Whereas loving and caring for each other and listening to each other and of course that's going to work. So John Lennon had it figured and, and I, think yeah, a lot, just, I think a lot of us... He was an in- intelligent man yeah, um, who loved acid and had some fucking weird ideas about what love could yeah. do, like moving a building. Yeah, he, he, um, he, he was a guy before his time. Yeah. And... He primarily was. Uh, I'm a Beatles fan, so I don't want to sound, you know, too, um, uh, too persuasive to go. Oh, the Beatles were the best. Yeah, I, I love the Beatles. As the fact was. Yeah, but John Lennon was, in fact, above his time, and, and he used the media as a musician. Yeah, but to sell his views on the world. Well, it's very much a start of social media in so many ways. Yeah, definitely. Like, uh, was it Imagine? Yeah. You know, that's probably still one of the most powerful um, sort of peace songs. Yeah, or Give Peace a Chance is another. Yeah. I mean, and the guy held a protest where he, he lived in his bed for how many days or whatever it was. Is this the love-in? Yeah, and invited the press in yeah. because it was... It, it, this is, you know, this is the message we're selling. I don't necessarily agree with everything he did, right? And again, I, you don't have to. It's before my time, yeah. But it's, it's, um, yeah. I guess it's people standing up, but you know, but standing up in a different way for once. You know, yeah. like the difference there was instead of standing up and saying we're going to fight you. Which, I mean, if you look at America's history, uh, the Civil War and and all that shit, that happened. Yeah. You know, they they fought each other over their beliefs. But this was the first time where they went and, you know, obviously it was powered by a a psychedelic revolution, but went, no, we're not going to, we're not going to fight you. Yeah. We're going to love you. We're going to be peaceful and persuasive. Yeah. 
And it worked until a lot of them found heroin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the 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 the, the the cultural zeitgeist was definitely yeah. one of, of probably massive change in thought. Yeah, look, and I think I think it's very hard for Americans. In my view and how I see it, in my opinion, I think it's very hard for Americans that their country... They're very divisive. Yeah, but they, their country is driven by wartime dollars. Yeah. It's not... Daddy Warbucks. It's not them... Right, it's not it's not the, the people's choice. It's the way the government runs, and, yeah. and they their government has is is fighting these wars all around the world for money primarily. Yeah, well, they're war not makes doing money. it. They're not they're not doing it for the good of the people. Yeah, they're not doing it for we're going to make America a better country. They're no. doing it because we want to have those resources cheaper than anywhere else in the world. Absolutely, centralized banks, oil, yeah. coal, gold. All about the cash, baby. Um, cheese. Cheese is a natural resource. Cheese. So that's got a bit deep. That Yeah, going deep at but one in the morning. That's what so we do. That's it. Um, so that's episode 20. That's episode 20 episodes. Yeah. And not one review on iTunes. Yeah. Come start, on. I'm going to start sending a, some people going to be crossed off the Christmas list. Yeah. And I might have to send reminders on Instagram every week, twice a week. To say rate review, rate review, subscribe. We want you to subscribe. We want you to listen, and it doesn't take more than five minutes to put click five stars. And and I, I wouldn't normally say that, right? Yep. Do the click five stars, but the fact is, it helps everyone. Click the five stars, and if you've got five minutes, write a review for sure. Right? These guys suck. These guys say big dick too many times. I don't <laughs> care. I don't ne- care. Never too much big dick. <laughs> it's never much. These guys big. have really racist accents. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. What was that word that we were saying before? I'm like, I think it's Spartacus. Spactoro. Spactoro. Sp- it's it, it, Spark Toro. That's what Spark it is. Spark Toro. Which no. is. Toro's bull. Toro is Spanish. It's bull. Yeah. yeah. Spark is um, Jamaican for. Um, you know what I was going to say, don't you? Big dick. A whale's <laughs> vagina. A whale's <laughs> vagina. An old, old wooden ship. <laughs> um, Spaktoro. Yeah, so it's um yeah, just write a review. Just be nice. Just put it down like say nice. Things. They say they say big dick too much. Uh, write a review and I'll say big dick less. And and of course, put your name with it. We'll read it out. We'll tell Straight people. Up. If you got it, if you find like we we love talking to people. Yeah, and you know what? If you don't want to write a review, just five share, star that shit. Five star and share it with a friend. Share it with everyone on your friends list. Yeah, and just go. These guys make me giggle. Send it. Send a link in a fax. Be original. Yeah, yeah, and just picture. You know, these guys make me wet. Is that too much? Do you think we? Is that gush? You're right. Right. In a fax, <laughs> we got to get a fax. We got to get. These modern. guys make me gush. Uh, yeah, but you know, yeah, share it, but be original. Like, no one wants spam on Facebook. Yeah, but definitely, if you uh, write it on a brick and throw it through their car window, or li- yeah. light a fire in a large field with the the the, the hyperlink. I actually now you're talking guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing. That's what it is. And and sort of guerrilla warfare. As yeah. Well. yeah. Right. Write it on a bullet and fire it into a government institution. So what? 
So I was, what I was thinking was we'd get some stickers made up with the website and, and the link to iTunes <laughs> and just stick them on bricks <laughs> just and just throw them in cars. Just, just through windows. Yeah, and, yeah. Because they, know, they won't know it's us. At babies in prams. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was getting, yeah, getting back to the orphans, <laughs> aren't you? You're going straight back to the orphanage. No, no don't, throw, don't, don't hurt babies. <laughs> we like babies. They could grow up to be listeners. Exactly. I was going to say just use guerrilla tactics like hide in a little hole in some grass. Yeah. And when someone walks by... Yell gorilla radio at them and then go like you know you don't have to jump yeah. out and hurt them. Yeah. So in little spider holes or um, I don't know what other gorilla yeah. tactics were. That's be not racist. Ri- no, be a rice farmer by day, but at night <laughs> spread our uh, have a series of tunnels un- un- underneath <laughs> your paddy fields. That's not racist. <laughs> Is it um, Austin Powers? Quick, dig a dig a complex interconnected series of tunnels. <laughs> I love you. Uh, but yeah, you know, share that shit. Yeah. Spray paint it on your ex-girlfriend's uh, car. <sighs> and take a photo and send it to us because that'd be good. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Fuck you, Karen, at Gorilla Radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't do this. I The guys at Gorilla Radio had to told me to do this. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It was Spactoro. <laughs> yell that at people. And when yeah. they're like, what? Say, well, there's only one way to find out what Spaktoro is. Exactly. It, yeah. And and that is Gorilla Radio. Yeah. Be original. Now, we don't have any hidden messages today, do we? Hidden messages? No. Shout outs? Shout out to vanilla scented candles at Kmart. It smells fucking amazing. That makes you want to... Do you, do you think oh, it makes you salivate, though? I want cookies. Yeah. I want, but I don't want... No, no, no. I don't want, I don't want cooked cookies. I want to bake cookies. Uh-huh. I want the smell of baked cookies. Like yeah. It does. It makes you want dessert. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's a shit... I like, I love the smell it's of the candle. It's the smell of, like, grandma's baking. Yeah. And for anyone that's shopping Kmart, it's only $2. $2 a candle. Yeah. And they've got a good burn time as well. Yeah, they, 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 That they, goes nuts. They go hard. Yeah. They'll make you like, if you were going to have a, a, a lady friend over, it would definitely make the place smell less of farts and sadness. Yeah, yeah, or ghost semen. It wouldn't <laughs> smell like ghost semen. Ectoplasm. Ectoplasm. Ghost gum. Yeah. Um, so shout outs. Yeah, just shout outs. You know, like everyone, just yeah, all the listeners. Shout out to um, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, he's a man. He's he was, a, he was the man. Yeah. And, um, and he, you know what? He's, when they, they tell the story about he's not an angel, right? He, 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 he's not some super God human strength like, oh, I've done everything right. He he's used to get around. He's a bit of a badass. Did he, did he smash some, some poon? <laughs> he did. He did. I like the, the joke. Uh, I can't think who it is, but he did 30 years in prison but couldn't stay with his wife fucking year. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. He, uh, yeah. You know, but, you know, he's got that, uh, what, what do black people have? Big dick. Oh, big dick energy. <laughs> he's got that big dick energy. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with, like. I just had to get, I just had to get big dick in there one more time. I think, I think I've said it about 13 times this episode. I thought you were going to go with, like, cotton fields or. <laughs> that, no, that. Is that lacist? That will wasist. That lacist. That wary wasist. Yeah. I got to tell you though, it, it's one of my favourite lines, and I can never find it on YouTube. That's racist. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's uh, uh, Chevy Chase in the movie Fletch. Yeah, and he's got a black guy that works on the farm that he's at, 
And uh, he goes, anything more you can, I can do for you, sir? And Chevy goes, oh, I don't know, jump down, turn around, pick a bale of cotton. <laughs> it's the funniest, coolest line. And in its time, it was funny as fuck. Yeah. Now? Now, now, now Chevy Chase would be abused on Twitter they would by say, He's laces, man. He's racist. He's racist. He's not Kung Fu Chicken. So you heard the claims that came out. I just read another one the other day. Fucking blew my mind. Who's done what now? Ace Ventura. At the end of the movie, the woman's got a dick. Okay. And I think that's Linda Carter, right? now. It was 20 years ago. Yeah, Linda Carter's a gorgeous sort. But basically there's a shadow and I think she pulls out and has a dick. And and it's the reaction of everyone else going, and the communities went, oh, man, you can't say that. That's sexist. Oh, Okay, it is by modern standards, but, you know, it was was 20. In a fucking fucking movie. 20, 20, 25 years ago? Something like that, yeah. You know, like... Yeah. And there's another movie that recently is an old 80s slash 90s movie. I can't remember which one it was. And kids, millennials, they love saying millennials. They just love putting it in time. Now everyone's a fucking millennial. Though. Yeah. Like it, the bracket keeps getting broader. Like someone is it seems like 38 it and they yeah. pick up their phone, someone's going, fucking millennials. Yeah. And they're saying that the millennials are disgusted because it's so racist. A uh, racist. Yeah, and, but you know um, what? What have millennials done for anyone? Nothing. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Come back when you've got an, when you like done some shit, man. So what's the next? What's the next generation? You're not allowed to say anything. Well, millennials are what ninety five? Because there's one after that. That's the two thousands babies. Oh, is it? Yeah, so millennials is like I think I'm technically a millennial, although as they say, it, re- yeah, I think it refers to an opinion, a zeitgeist, the the way people uh, generations view things. Like yeah. it's not just it's age bracket. Yeah, but um, but there's generation X or Z or Q or noughties, the the well, noughties. Now, it's funny you say that, right, because there's the baby boomers, which is my parents' generation, mm. and there's the Gen Xers, which I fit into, right, yeah. and I'm happy to be a Gen Xer. And then there was talk of Gen Y, mm. and then there was there was one called Nintendo Babies, and these all got washed out and millennials got thrown in. So I don't I'm – I'm just getting an update now to give you – so it says millennials are also known as Gen – why? Okay, so Generation Y? Yeah. Or Gen Y, right? So they bitch a lot about millennials, but I don't think it's millennials that have the problem as much as sort of... Uh, it's, it's not. It's a name. The younger bracket of millennials. And I've been guilty of going millennials, millennials, and, and I've thrown them in and then I've gone, what the fuck? It's, it's, it's a buzzword because so it was Gen what? Y. Yeah. Um, and this is what it's saying, the demographic following Gen X and preceding Gen Z. So Gen Z's around the 2000s, I believe. But like you talk about the cultural zeitgeist, like that next one starts and, and Gen Y is only 10 years old. Like, fuck off. Well, it's, What spins me out though is when I check IDs at work. Yeah. That 2001. Fuck. Yeah. Um, as of what it was, what's today, whatever day it's going out. Yeah. The 2nd of April, 2001. Yeah. 18 years old. Yeah, that's fucked. Yeah. It's, 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 the, it's gone beyond the year 2000 now and that fucks with me because I check IDs and I'm like, 2001, buddy. Oh, no. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty crazy. That just makes me feel older. Thanks. It fucks with me, man. Yeah. But yeah. like it's, you know. 
I, I, um, what always has blown me away used to be sports people, and sports people coming on TV and they go, oh, this blah blah blah, this kid, and they read out his birth date or they show the year he was born, and I go, get fucked. Yeah, the year he was born, I. I was wanking. Like it, whatever it is, it's – so now yeah. when you talk about that era, like I'm there going, yeah, I had kids. You know, like it's <laughs> – It's it's crazy. I get, a, I get a lot with – a lot of good shit came out in 1999. A lot of good albums, a lot of good movies. Yeah. And, and I'll suss them out and I'm like, 99? Oh, that's not – oh, that was 20 fucking years ago. Yeah. 1999 was 20 years ago. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. I remember the 2000 – Watching the the bridge fireworks going into the year two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they didn't play that song. Make it up to you in the year two thousand. They didn't make play. it up to you in it. No, uh, well, that was the song. Oh, okay. And they didn't even play it when we came into the year two thousand, and ah. I was like, "Wow, how dare you!" I just remember Prince's nineteen ninety nine just getting a run for about five years. That was the whole bit. Anthem of the year. That's a good silver chair. Anthem, anthem for the year oh, two thousand. Silver chair. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Fuck it. And they didn't that. play it when they played. They played some drums or some bullshit when we went into the year two thousand because there was all this millennium. I was about to say millennium falcon, millennium bug. Yeah, Y two K. And there was that moment, and I had it explained to me like ten minutes. Like I was seven. 10 minutes before the yeah. thing, they're like, oh, yeah, we, we figured it out a couple of years ago that computers are only set to the year 2000. They might already set and the world might crash. Yeah. So midnight. Uh, it was... it was Or 10 o'clock or whatever the no, fuck. No, it whenever. was midnight. It was midnight. Well, no, but New Zealand happened before us. Or were we the first major country to... No, no, no. New Zealand get two hours before us. Yeah. And then there's a little island. There's a few different islands that yeah. kick it off. But we were just sitting there at midnight going... Do we celebrate or do we start eating each other's faces? Well, there was pandemonium across the world in different countries where they were buying up, well, we're going to need water yeah. and we're going to need canned foods. Like it's your, your doomsday preppers. But the thing that is, was it, what they looked it was like. realized, it, people act like it was realized like two days before. It was realized and known several years before yeah. and they just had this fear. But the thing is, because it went from like three bit to eight bit. Yeah. So I went from like being able to process to the year 2000 to process. I think it's got a couple billion years on the, on the computer clocks now. Yeah. But like if you had the program that made it go to the next year and you put it in five years earlier, it should be fine. Yeah. It was, it was, it was. Uh, it, look, I can tell you, it was a crazy time because they know the answer. That was what it was. I think they, we, I, we I think think they we were know. pretty bloody certain. Yeah. But the media picked up on it and everyone likes the hype. Oh. But how crazy is that? That there was a point in time. When people were creating and programming computers, yeah, and they weren't thinking that what they were doing would exist beyond the year two thousand, or, or or that seemed like such a far away benchmark, yeah, 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 that oh, the year two thousand, yeah, is all right. We'll just write it to then. H- have a look at movies that were made in the say seventies, eighties, nineties, when they talk about two thousand and thirty or. What 2020 looks like. Yeah, the like. movie starts and it's this fucking desolate, like, wasteland. And, like, when was Mad Max set? 2005? Like, I don't know, actually. That's a really good, really good question. I don't know. I think it was actually set about 100, uh, 2000. But flying cars, like Blade Runner, is actually set for 2019. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, um, it was a couple of years ago. But everyone was waiting for Doc and Marty because they the future they went yeah, to yeah. was like 2017. Yeah. Okay, so um, Mad Max was 2060 ish. 2060. Ah, okay. But I think Doc and Marty went to the year 2017. Yeah, right. Okay. So yeah, it was, it was. I think it was. And too. it was like, where's my hoverboard at, bro? Yeah. Where's my fucking? Where's it? Like you know. Yeah. Where they predict the, their prediction of the future. Well, Blade Runner, while is an eighties movie, yeah, set in two thousand and sixteen, a uh, two thousand nineteen, yeah. So it, I think it's this year. Like I'm, I know in two thousand nineteen, I'm pretty sure it was two thousand nineteen. But they had flying cars. It actually holds up pretty well. Well, this year, this year, I believe the first flying cars go onto the market. The first flying cars, yeah, yeah. Or, so it's it's happening at the moment, and it, but that concept is coming to yeah. life. Um, or it, it's it's in late development. You just got to have a drone license. But the thing is, we've all sort of reached. We all sort of got to, you know, twenty, you know, nearly twenty twenty. And got why the fuck would we want flying cars? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. everyone's like cars will fly, and it's like no, we still suck on the roads. Yeah, build bigger roads. Fuck yeah, like just fix. Ima- the imagine, roads. imagine, you know, like here we're on a third floor. Yeah. Imagine we had to worry about traffic. Yeah, yeah. On the third floor. Yeah, exactly. You know? I would be impressed right now if some dude was just with a fucking drone delivered a kebab right now out that window. That'd be pretty that would be impressive. That's all I want. I'm not That'd asking for much. That would actually yeah. be a really good idea though, right, to when you sign up for the service of, uh, you know, Uber flyers or whatever the fuck it is, to, that you on your balcony can go set a little thing. Like, you know, you get a table number. So I'd... Because what's flying food going to do for an apartment block? What's he going to do? Fly it to the door and have it press in? Yeah, no, no, no. It's going to have to. It's, it's going to have to. So you're going to have to put up like a little thing on your balcony. Yeah. That it knows you. Yeah. It goes, ah, it's in that one. And then, you know. Boop. Yeah. And then you sort of sit there watching TV and you. Yeah. And you open it and then you do the weird thing that you do to the ATM when you're tired and you go, thank you. To you. <laughs> tired or drunk? <laughs> I've done it. Just tired. So yeah, I do it often. I take money. Take money out of the ATM. I go. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. Now with that, we're um, done a record. We're over time. Ooh, big one. Nice. Nice one. It was a good one. Fuck yeah! It was awesome. So um, be good, cats. So we're going to see you in episode twenty-one, and we're going to talk about twenty-one-year-olds. We're going to talk about the future. Yeah. Yeah. We like tech and future stuff. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. We'll, we'll figure some shit out. We'll say out. anything now because... We're going to talk about the Wiggles and yeah. grated cheese. Yeah. And we're going to talk about was Captain Feathersword actually a misogynist? No, he's part of LGBTQ. Of yeah. yeah. I think I got that right. Yeah, I think he did too. <laughs> he was, uh, was Captain Feathersword embezzling the money? And for rum sales, for, that's it. Why would you pick a pirate? Um, well, what were the Wiggles? That was just the Wiggles. Well, Dudes in skivvies. So, I, I suppose they they sort of had a more nautical theme. They had a pirate and an octopus, but then they had a dog and a dinosaur. We'll be we'll be asking these questions next week when we figure the Wiggles out. Actually, we're going to come back and do and talk about the Wiggles. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. All right. I like that. All right. (laughs) Ciao for now. We'll see you next time. Bye.
So you're still thinking of me Just like I know you should I cannot give you everything You know I wish I could I'm so high at the moment I'm so caught up in this Yeah, we're just young, dumb, and broke But we still got love to get while we're young, dumb Young, young, dumb, and broke Young, dumb, young, young, dumb, and broke Young, dumb, young, young, dumb, and broke Young, dumb, broke high school Kids.